just time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business going on today? This is The Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS. Let's go, you dumb idiots. Which Bailey? I, I say I'm an idiot all the time if I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. <laughs> Nelson. Classic Nelson. This is choked when the pressure was on. Son of a... The Bailey Show. All right, here it is Monday, the 15th day of May 2023. Thanks for being here. I hope you had a great weekend. My name is Jason Bailey. Right there, that is Nikki D. That is me. Happy Monday. There's Nelson. Mm, glad to be back at work. I just thought that was it. Mm. Mm. Mm, pizza after after work. Mm. <laughs> mm, buffets. <laughs> I, don't, I don't reckon I need to kill nobody. Mm, French fried potatoes down there at Johnny's Outfit mixing them lawnmowers oh mm, with mustard. Uh, your phone number, feel free to participate in the next four hours, 916-909-0985. We are always free anytime, anyplace, anywhere on the Odyssey app. Get our podcast there or thebaileyshow.com and on social media at Listen to the BS, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And if you're a YouTuber at The Bailey Show, uh, you can get all of our stuff on there as well. So uh, Disturbed, special guest Breaking Benjamin, those will be the tickets that will go in your pocket here at the end of this hour for Uber Smart, Toyota Amphitheater, July 18th. Got to be 21 or up to win. Very exciting. That's a good show. I guess Draymond, uh, you know, as they started this tour, he went on stage and said something to the effect of, like, I was going to join, uh, or, or over the pandemic, I almost joined Chris Cornell and Chester and talking about suicide. Wow. I don't know if you've ever seen a Disturbed so- show, but Draymond likes to talk. <laughs> it's you know if you're there for two hours it's about a 50 50 split it's about an hour of music and an hour of david Draymond. you know <laughs> is, is it, he what just like talking about his life or is he talking about the songs he Draymond is a very uh intuitive guy he you know it's it's not it's neither here nor there or bad or good it's just like i remember when believe came out and he just, you know, the, the, there was a lot of questions on the album cover and the artwork and all the different ideologies and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And, like, every show, and I saw him a few different times, he would explain it, like, in detail. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, I get really it. in detail. <laughs> and, it, you know, you'd even get to a point where you're like, all right, Dave, we get it. Let's wrap this up. All right. Let, let's, I want to hear, <laughs> you know, let's, yeah. let's, let's, let's get down with that sickness. Come on. Let's do it. Let's go. Come on. Wrap it up. Uh, I am very, very happy to announce that episode four of the hit show, Bailey at the Roseville DMV. (laughs) (laughs) Has it come to a conclusion? (laughs) Season one, episode four. In this episode, Jason Bailey gets his driver's license. Wow. Let me see it. Did you pull them out? No, they don't give it to you there. You got to send it to you. Yeah, but then they give you the paper? Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't know what to do with that. So you just threw the paper away? No, I didn't throw it away. Mm-hmm. It's it's I, I, it's somewhere. Okay, so but if you get pulled over, you're covered? Well, I still got my old George license. Oh, they didn't take it? No. Oh, that's sweet. I'm surprised by that. Actually, the, they take it. Actually, the people next, the lady next to me who was talking a lot to the lady at the window, the lady at the window tells her that, because I think she had something similar going on, she's like, don't you dare carry around two forms of identification. That's a, that's that. And the way she puts it goes, that's, that's a lot of trouble waiting to happen. 
Oh my gosh. Like, what do you do? You pull out both forms? Like, how, how's, how's the cop going to even know? Exactly. If it's in your wallet or your that's purse. What she said, she goes, that's, yeah, that's, that's a lot of trouble waiting to happen. Oh. <laughs> I thought that was a great line. So, uh, so I got up early this morning and I went to the gym and I was like, all right, I'm going to go to the gym and then I want to be at the DMV at eight. All right. Okay. So I'm going to get the gym in and then I'm going to go to the DMV and then get all the stuff I got to get done. So I was there, uh, it like, uh, seven forty. Okay. okay, and there was a nice little line already forming, God. and the the people at the DMV were nice. This nice security guy walks outside. He opens the door. They open up early. Oh, look at you! Which I was surprised because it's a government facility, mm. right? And it's usually like we're open at eight, we close at five. That's the rules on the dot. Because that we that's what we get paid for. We don't get overtime. So they open up early. I was very surprised, happily, pleasantly surprised that they opened up early. So we get in line, uh, and then it kind of irritated me because a couple people showed up and got in the appointment line. And I wanted to say something, but I was like, don't be that guy. It's too early. Because you can't have an appointment that early. Oh, mm. so is 10 the earliest for the appointments? Nah, like 9, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, 9. And then, you know, 8 to 9 is free ball. So I don't know what these people were doing. So they went. I waited my turn. I got up there, and I said, uh, to, I said, look, this is my fourth time back in here in a week. Uh, I moved from out of state. I just want to get my California license. Uh, I was in here the other day. I filled out the application. I paid you the money. You have to. Here's the trick. You have to explain to them everything that you're doing. <laughs> step and, by step. And it, well, in, in their in their defense, they deal with so many people with so many different reasons to be at the DMV. So we just assume they know what we want. Exactly. I get you. So everybody that w- rolls up to these 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 people that are working at the DMV. We just assume we're all there for the same reason, which is not true. Mm-hmm. So you have to, and I learned this. You'd think after 47 years on Earth and numerous DMV visits, I would have understood this. <laughs> but I learned that today. I'm like, I started talking, and it made, the, the, it, made it so much easier. And uh, she's like, okay, fine. Let me give you a number. They gave me a number. I sat down. I was called up almost immediately to the nice guy behind the, the plexiglass. And I said, look, we got two things going on here. But you have to explain it again. even after you get your number so yeah because all i needed to do was take the driving test right right but also i had to bring them another form of identification to get the real id because you didn't have two bills because i didn't have two bills correct yeah so he says okay well let's get let's get the driving test thing done first and i said okay well when i'm done that i'm not gonna have to wait in a line or anything right no 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 no. we just let's let's handle this first i'm like okay that's fine so he sends me over to the driving test. Did you study? I did not. Okay, so Ooh. you just took it off off of what you already know all these years. Yeah. Okay. How and that was, was enough, obviously, right? I mean, spoiler alert, you said you got your ID. Uh, well, oh. well we, we're talking about Jason and test taking oh. here, so I, I know something happened. That's why I'm waiting for him to tell me why he's just sitting there looking. Something happened with the test. I concentrated more the second time I took it. Oh, no. <laughs> I knew it. I knew something happened with that. Oh, test. no. <laughs> it, it, it is not it is not friendly to those with a short attention span. <laughs> oh my gosh. What type of questions did you miss? So here's where I really blew it. What are you doing? I'm playing sad music. Oh, what about sad? <laughs> oh, okay. okay. So, uh, in my eyes, and I really think I'm right here. Okay. 
I don't think pedestrians should have so many rights. But they oh, do. They got the right of way. State of Georgia <laughs> really looks out for those guys. Uh-huh. Yeah. So if you're a pedestrian, you're good. <laughs> I don't think you should have that many rights. Obviously, because I failed my first test. <laughs> then they asked goofy questions, you know, like distance and stuff, like how many yards do you stop or turn on a have your turn signal and it's like I just have to show you. And uh, I can't really put it in <laughs> I can't really give you a number on that. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, I don't want to really put a number on it. I just, it's it's a kind of a feel-out thing. There's <laughs> no exact science to this. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I failed. Wow. And it stopped you. Like, I, I was, I, I went on a run where I just got, like, like eight wrong in a row. <laughs> I just I, I stopped reading the questions. I was like, I'm just going to do this. Just, I, I was Actually, here's what I was doing. I read the first part of the question, and I read the answers. I never read the whole question. Oh, my gosh. So you're just trying to guess off half an answer like you're doing Jeopardy Jeff. I was yeah. just going to say that. It's, <laughs> you don't know Jeff all over again. Oh my gosh. All right. Uh, you guys want to hear the rest of the story? We do. Because I got in trouble twice. Oh. You got in trouble? Yeah, I got yelled at twice. You picked up your phone? Oh, my God. Uh... I'll, I'll explain it. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> and this I would gotta be, hear and this. this. And by the way, this would be helpful for those that are going to the DMV and you haven't been in a minute. <laughs> Study the test. Well, that. Just to give yourself a refresher. And don't do the two things that I did that got me in trouble. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> what a nightmare. I knew it was something, though. And even it. after I passed the test, it didn't end there. So there's more to the story. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's, it's a thing, by the way. Oh, oh by the way. Hold on. This is another spoiler alert uh-huh. for the rest of the story. I'm not done. I still got to go back. What? what? Yeah. I'll explain oh, that. Oh, God. Yeah. 916-909-0985. You want to start us off? Uh, it's the BS on 98 Rock. You get mad so easy. No, you're always going to pick on me. I can't just have a regular conversation with you without it being something. I'm not picking on you. I just ask questions. I can't ask questions. That's the problem. You said. No, I, I answer I, the question and you immediately pick apart what I say. No. Nelson, you were there. I knew you were going to jump on her as soon as she said what she said. She said, schoolhouse. I said, did you go to the gym? She goes, no, I had to go to the schoolhouse. I haven't heard anybody. That's like an old person term, schoolhouse. That's <laughs> what I've said my entire life. The schoolhouse of the school marms. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I am from the South. Maybe it's a Southern term or something. No, I don't know. It's an age thing. Like my mother, she she went to a schoolhouse. Well. Because it was just literally a house. Right. <laughs> That's why. That's why it was called a school. Home. All the grades were in one room. Right. Yeah. It was wood floors, like twenty chairs. <laughs> a school marm. Right. That's what it is. Is this yeah. right terminology? Yes. Marm. Marm is correct. You would dip the pigtails in the inkwell, and mm-hmm. the and then afterwards everybody would run across a lawn, like a big field home. <laughs> and then they still had chores. Oh yeah, you still got to milk the cows, churn butter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I Do call your it studies. A all your books were connected by like a belt. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's really good. A little skinny belt. <laughs> okay, well, I had to go to the school oh. and get my daughter withdrawn and redrawn into the new school. She's going through withdrawal? Yes. Oh, that's a shame. It is. You should take her to rehab, not school. No, she doesn't need to be in rehab. She just had to be withdrawn from school. Thank you very much. Maybe that's my problem. Maybe she is right. Maybe I do. Pick on her a little you bit. do everything <laughs> now, I say. Now he's noticing simple. it. It's time for me to. It's time for me to recognize it. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm glad that you would. It's growth right there. 
Uh, so I failed my driver's test this morning for the fourth time going back to the DMV. And I just didn't agree with a lot of stuff they were saying. <laughs> like what? You need to stop and let a pedestrian cross the street? I was always under the impression that pedestrians only have rights if they're in the crosswalk. Mm-mm. No, that's not true. Well, if they're in the street, period. So all these years, like, I, I could have hit a pedestrian and been like, wall's on my side, bucko. But not the no case. Yeah. Even when they're jaywalking, you would think that that would cancel out their right of way. I could have sworn. I know somebody told me that a long time ago. See, that's the problem. When somebody tells you something and you believe it. <laughs> <laughs> this was pre-Google. <laughs> so, you, you know, anything you learned pre-Google, you never Googled. Right? No, because no, you think it's law. Right. You just, you just believed it. So you, when you fail your driver's tests. Like, I think you can take it three times within a certain period of time, like 40 days or something. So I failed it, and I was like, well, I wonder if I can just retake it. <laughs> like right there? Yeah. So I hit the screen to retake it, and it said, yeah, I could do it, but I had to wait two minutes. Oh. <laughs> Why? So as I'm waiting two minutes, you know, I'm taking pictures of me failing the test. <laughs> because I didn't realize I couldn't have my phone. So I had my earbud in my ear, too. And as I was waiting for this test, uh, or no, the, the test started. So I'm, I'm reading the questions because I'm like, all right, I'm not going to fail this time, Jason. You need to concentrate. So I'm reading the questions to myself. You know, if you're driving and there's a red light. You were light, reading it you know, to yourself out loud? Like, but quietly. <laughs> yeah, not like holding his earpiece going, if you're driving. And- no, I don't think you're cheating. So my ear, yeah, that's what I'm getting at. So my earbud's in my right ear and everything else in the DMV is to my left, like everything. And I hear this woman, the closest to me behind the desk, she's talking to somebody else and she's going, he's got an earbud. In. You know, you, and I'm like, I'm right here. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if she just didn't think I could hear or what. She goes, you know, he's got an ear. He's got one of those, 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 those ear pods things. <laughs> oh my God. She's raising got, her hand. He's got it. So I didn't look over, but I'm going, I I'm assuming she's talking about me, right? <laughs> so I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to stop reading the questions so obviously. So I kind of dipped. Like, it's it's in one of those little, like, voter booths. So I kind of dipped in a little, like, I put my head in. <laughs> like, that doesn't look more suspicious. <laughs> like, I'm diving into this box. <laughs> so, like, all right, if the light is flashing yellow. And I have to go back because, I God, I swear my attention span has gotten so bad. It is so short. I'll get halfway through the question and just get bored. And then some of them are way too long. You know, like if you're coming up to, a, and they're tricky. Like you're coming up to a roundabout. Do you go right? Do you go left? <laughs> I'm going, oh, that's a dumb question. Of course I'd stay right, but oh, is that a trick question? So now I'm starting to psych myself. It was a horrible experience. Absolutely horrible experience. Now you know what it's like to play a game on this show with you piloting it. Are you sure that's the answer you want? Oh, that's a good answer. So I'm about, I'm about a quarter of the way in, and I'm actually rocking and rolling. I'm doing good. I don't think I've gotten any wrong so far because they're the same questions as the time before. So That you got wrong. That I do have a photographic memory. So I'm like, okay, well, this is cool. I remember that question. So bam, 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 bam. And the lady's still over there talking about me. She's like, <laughs> Is, is somebody going to say something? I He's got one of those air, oh ear, ear pieces in. Chill, lady. <laughs> so I'm I was like, just don't look over Why there. Why didn't you just take it out? Because I didn't want her to know that I could hear her. 
because in case because there was a possible small percentage that she wasn't talking about me. <laughs> you knew she was talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> so she goes, sir, 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 sir. I need you to take the air butt out or the earpiece out, earpiece out. And I said, I looked at, you know, it was one of those kind of situations where I was in the zone and she says it and I wasn't cheating, but I felt like I was cheating because she, <laughs> she told me to, to like, you know what I mean? And she said What's, it loudly. And yeah. She, yeah. And everybody kind Across of the whole DMV. turns around from their Congo cave, you know, like everybody's oh. looking at you. Yeah, look at it. So I take it out and I go, Oh, sorry. I didn't realize. Cause I really didn't. I was like, sorry. I didn't realize I couldn't have it in. I promise you I'm not cheating because I failed the first time. Oh, God. Don't say that. Don't say that. And uh, so I take it out and I go and I'm like, all right, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Oh, my God. I got one wrong. I got, oh my God, another one wrong. I'm like, oh, my God. How many can I get wrong? Please don't fail, Jason. Please don't fail, Jason. Please don't fail. And then so every time I got one wrong, it was like because I'm so competitive, I would go. I would cuss out like. Under out my, loud? But under my breath out loud. Oh, my goodness. You know, like, you know, that kind of thing. I just didn't realize how loud. I mean, I wasn't Nelson public cussing loud, mm-hmm. but I was loud enough. That you're disrupting other people that's probably trying to test. Extremely rude. Oh, Extremely my gosh. Rude. So the same lady. <laughs> Sir, please do not use profanity at the DMV <laughs> in the testing facility. Oh <laughs> She's right. I turned around. I said, I am. I apologize. I'm just very competitive and I just don't like getting in. I'm wrong. I just want to do well here. That's all. <laughs> I just want to do well. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so I get to the last. Well, I get to a question. I don't know which one was the last question. It doesn't tell you. And then it says I passed. And I, I got to tell you, I, I haven't won many awards in my life. <laughs> I haven't really won a lot in my life. But if winning the Super Bowl, like that feeling, I think I felt it. There was this overwhelming feeling of accomplishment <laughs> when that screen came up. Oh and I was so excited. I was so, so excited. But then you don't know where to go. So I turn around and I'm like, and then I got to deal with the lady that yelled at me. I was like, I'm done. Where do I go? Where the F do I go? <laughs> and she says, uh, she says, uh, oh, come here. So I go over there and I give her my paperwork and she goes, and I said, but I, I, st- I still need to g- get this real ID thing. And she goes, well, why didn't you do that before you came over here? I said, cause that dude <laughs> told me that it was taken care of. <laughs> and she goes, what dude? And I'm looking for him. And she was like, do you know what window you were at? And I checked on my phone cause they texted me. I was like, yeah, window 12. And the dude wasn't there. My dude is pussyfooting around behind the scenes chit-chatting with his fellow employees. And I saw a lot of that going on at DMV, and I got to tell you, I don't like it. You guys, it was too early to pussyfoot around. You're getting paid probably, well, your tax is my tax. Yeah, government employee. My, I'm paying you to work, and you're pussyfooting around. Better that than she say, sir, window 12's been closed for 14 years. <laughs> so here, here's, here's what she says. She goes, I'm going to give you a number. Oh, no. And I'm going to give you the next G, right? Okay. So, so uh, they all mean something different. She goes, I'm going to give you the next G. So, uh, so, so is it going to take a long time? She goes, no, 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 you're next. I was like, okay. So she gives me the uh, G like 19 or something like that. I go sit down there on G16. She lied. 
Oh. But they're not calling. Maybe call- she meant the next available. Well, they're not calling G's. They're calling A's and B's and C's and D's. <laughs> and so I walk over to her about 15 minutes. I said, you said I was next. She goes, oh, I could have swore you were next. Sorry. You're just going to have to wait. <laughs> and then I go over to the, to the, I finally get called up there. I mean, I've been here for over an hour now. And I finally get called up there and we're taking care. There was so much typing. It's like that scene in Meet the Parents where Ben Stiller goes to the airport and is trying to get the flight, and then she's like, type, 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 like that. And I'm like, okay. So she finally figures it out, and I go, just out of curiosity, how do I get a tag? Oh, my goodness. And she goes, did you fill out the application? Did you get a smog report? Did you get your VIN authorized? No. No, I'll wait a couple months. No, why would I? I go, are you kidding me? She goes, yeah, here. She whips out a, this long application. She goes, you got to fill this out and bring it back. You effing kidding me? Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. I said, it's, I go, it's easier to get a new car, isn't it? She goes, yeah, actually it is. It is. Wow. I said, so I'm going to do that. I, I'm not coming back. I, I, I'm going to go buy a new car. <laughs> That's to get the that, tag. That, that episode, this season of... Jason Bailey at the Roseville DMV M's at episode four. <laughs> it, it is not going to have an episode five. It's a cliffhanger. I am going to go buy a new car just so I don't have to go back to the DMV. And that's exactly what the nice listener who called in told you. Yeah, he did. He did. He said you'd have to go back several more times before you got all this accomplished. He did. Yeah. And he was right. They really don't want you to have all the stuff. And I, and I don't really want to get it. So that's why I'm just going to wait. And I got to tell you, there's a lot of windows there. And a lot of them were pussyfooting around. <laughs> there was nobody at the window, and I started getting upset about it. I was like, look, we're going to have to. I wonder, Who's your boss? Oh, gosh. President of the United States probably, right? Yeah. <laughs> you just called Biden. Yeah. No, they have actual bosses. Go get a hold of Joey B. He's the big boss, though. He's the CEO. He's the CEO. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm going to vote for whatever party that puts people back in the DMV. <laughs> or make the DMV great again. Well, what I want to know. <laughs> Nader. What I want to yeah. do is see this real ID when you get it. Uh yeah, well me I too. See what all the I'll show you. I'll take about. a picture of the paper tonight and send it yeah, to. Yeah, I want to see. It's on like the dot matrix print. Or the the the. Hell yeah, why are they still? Who can even fix one of those printers? I don't know. Where are they getting paper for that at? Like they printed it out here to go. I was like, I thought they were trying to break codes of the Japanese. There's no World War II's over, right? All right, first round of headlines. Nikki D, what you got coming up? I'm going to tell you how Martha Stewart recently made history and why improper grammar hindered a robbery. Wow, look at you. All right, two big stories from today. Pay attention. you get your headlines here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. The BS. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. There she is, ladies and gentlemen. First round of headlines, Nikki D. Martha Stewart doesn't just cook, write, and motivate. She models. H1. Okay, we can't wait any longer, and neither can Martha. Ladies and gentlemen, you ready? I'm ready. Hit it. Introducing this year's Sports Illustrated swimsuit cover model, Martha Stewart. Wait, what? Seeing it for the very first time. Martha, what do you think? I I like that picture. What the hell do you think she's going to (laughs) say? God, what a hog. It's awful. It's awful. (laughs) No, the picture is actually beautiful. The swimsuit they chose to put her in and the little orange um, 
frocky, mothy. I don't even know what to call this thing they put over her because it's not a swimsuit cover. But I think the way they put her on that cover, she looks beautiful and flawless. Martha Stewart is now the oldest woman to ever be on Sports Illustrated in the swimsuit cover issue. She is 81 years old. Yeah, and she said that the reason why she did it was because she wanted to motivate people um, to feel good and look good at any age. Yeah, I agree with that. Good yeah. for her. I like Martha Stewart. Uh, and look, I mean, they they uh, they they did a little provocative. They got a little saggers out. Huh? They did. They did a great job. Even when you go through some of the other photos, she takes like the cover off and she's in a full swimsuit laying on the beach. Yeah. She has her big hat on. Yeah. She even did one where she went underwater and came up. I think she looked oh, really good. Oh. I she's an attractive older woman. She looks really there's, good. There's yeah. no doubt about it. I bet you she's a beast in the bedroom. Well, I don't know mm. about all of that. Oh, you know she is. Yeah, right? Yes. I mean, she served some time. Uh-huh. And I don't think this whole rebrand since she served the time, I don't think that's like a publicist doing it. I think these are her decisions. I agree. The Snoop Dogg stuff that she did, the, the cooking show, the, the rebrand, the whole reimaging of herself now leading into this, I, I think she's behind this 100%. Do you think that she slept with Snoop Dogg? I no. do. I do. Why do you think she slept with Snoop Dogg? I, I just, I think one day they got high. Uh-huh. No. He starts spitting bars like, <laughs> like we do. Yeah. <laughs> like who do? Who's we? Who do Who do we do? You said like we do. Yeah, like us. Who is us? Us people. What people? The, the, the spitters. You're not in that category at all. So like they do. Don't put you in it. Oh, I mean, we do. They do. Yeah. He has spit bars, and he is paid by a radio station, so he has been paid to perform. He's a professional singer. That was such a reach. He spit, not bars. (laughs) You reached way out there to grab that one. Get out of here. That's a race thing. Get out of here. It's a race thing. She, no, it's not. She can't accept that the white guy can spit bars. Lunch. You cannot rap. She knows I got that gout. It's hard for me to reach that elbow out anyway, so it's a double dig. Yeah. And again, I'm sorry about your gout. <laughs> <laughs> One day I'd like to see your gout. Oh. <laughs> uh, Speaking. Hold on. Who else was? It was her. Who else was on the swimsuit? Because there were some other. Wasn't Kim Kardashian? Uh, Megan Fox. Megan Fox. She was on there. Mm. And Kim Petrus. Kim Petrus. I'm not yes. familiar. Um, she is a five-time SI swimsuit model. Oh, okay. Also, Brooke Nader. She won a cover model contest, and she's been on every year since winning back in 2000, I think, 18, 19. All right, good for her. Yep, so all, all right. those ladies that was on there. All right, nicely done. Next okay. one. Uh, speaking slang, almost didn't get a robber, the doe. H2. Surveillance video of a restaurant robbery will help track down the crook. The video shows a man pointing a gun at a worker at the subway. He then jumped the counter and forced another employee to open the register. The bad guy walked out with cash. So far, no arrests have been made. A thief in Chicago was robbing a subway restaurant and he almost messed it up because he told the uh, cashier that he wanted all the bread. So she asked him to clarify <laughs> what type of bread he wanted. That's when he, you know, shows her he has a gun and then she realized he means money, not uh. actual subway bread. So he <laughs> she gave him the money, he got away. Um the police actually did end up arresting him and found out that he actually was out on bail because he had robbed some places two weeks earlier as well. So. Subways? No, no, these were other some wireless stores. That, you know, that's like one of those sitcom type of situations <laughs> where she just refuses, like she'll just play stupid or maybe is stupid <laughs> and refuses to give him money. Like, oh, you're just joking. You right. Want, like, I can't 
by rule, I can only give you so much bread that you have to. <laughs> you have to tell me what guy. And the whole time, like she's cut, like calling the cops or something. You know? <laughs> no, don't you understand? It means money. <laughs> what means money, sir? <laughs> when I say I want all your bread, that's slang. Look, I'm a millennial, so I. Don't understand what you're saying right now. Pulling up the urban if dictionary. If you wanted money, and I could, I have like five dollars I could loan you. Then just ask me for the money. But you specifically asked for all of our bread, and I'm just telling you I can't give you all of our bread because that's not fair to our other customers. Like if you just pull that off until the cops got there, because the guy can't really like be mad at you, right? He's like, no, I'm robbing you. Come on. Oh <laughs> that's great. All right, uh, disturbed. Would you like to go? Always puts on a great show. David Draymond, that is. Uh, with special guest Breaking Benjamin, which is another great band. Take Back Your Life Tour. Toyota Amphitheater, July 18th. Got to be 21 uh, years of age or older to win. Those tickets are on sale now. If you'd rather buy them instead of win them for free. ToyotaAmphitheater.ticketsoffice.org. It's a lengthy URL. Uh, plus, if you win, somebody's going to be chosen for the grand prize. The Keg Crusher Package. Yeah, another VIP package. Yeah, upgraded seats, exclusive VIP events before the show, and more. Wow. This is just for answering stupid questions. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Good for you. (laughs) Well, talk about being in the right place at the right time, you. (laughs) Oh, yeah. All right, I need some players. Uh, The game is called Uber Smart. Nelson goes out, gets uh, in an Uber, spends his hard-earned cash, Mm -hmm. To ask the Uberist some basic trivia questions. All you have to do is yay or nay those questions. Nikki D will help both of you along the way. If you get it right, you get a point. If not, that point goes to your competition. Whoever has the most points at the end of the segment will win this amazing prize. Yay! 916-909-0985. 916-909-0985. Uber Smart here next. The BS on 98 Rock. Yes. How smart is your average rideshare driver? Uber smart. I am the smartest man alive. Uber smart. Well, let's find out. It's Uber smart. I'm smarter than the average bear. Uber smart. Uber smart. Hey, welcome back. It's the BS. Jason Bailey, Nikki D, Nelson. We've got these tickets for Disturbed, Special Guest, Breaking Benjamin, Toyota Amphitheater, July 18th. Plus, if you win with us, then you might be chosen for the grand prize, which is the Keg Crusher Package. Includes upgraded seats, exclusive VIP events before the show, and more. Uh, Very exciting stuff. Michelle in Citrus Heights, how are you? I'm doing very well. How are you? Good. How was your weekend? It was a trip. <laughs> yeah. Do you get good stuff for Mama's Day? Your mama? Nope, not a mama. No. You got dogs, cats? Nope. Wow. Are you miserable? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was too busy working. Oh, okay. What do you do? I work for the phone company. Oh, wow. You do. Never mind. That's another competition. <laughs> you sound. You sound. You sound like you. You should. Okay. Uh, let's get your competition. There's Drew in Rockland. How was your Mother's Day, Drew? That yeah, was great. How yeah. about you? Yeah, good. See, Drew's celebrating Mother's Day, Michelle, and he doesn't have. You know, he's not a mom. All right. Uh, so here's how the game works, Michelle. You're going to go first, right? Uh, disturbed breaking Benjamin passes up for grabs. It's called Uber Smart. Nelson goes out, talks to an Uber driver, asks some real easy trivia questions. 
Uh, you don't have to answer the question, even though I will ask you and Nikki D, who's going to help both of you out. You just have to yay or nay if this person's going to know it. Very simple. Whoever has the most points at the end of the segment will win. If you get it right, you get a point. If not, it goes to your competition. Does everyone understand? Yes. yes okay. Sir. Excellent. All right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's meet our Uberist, please. What's your name? Kyle. Kyle, how long have you been in SAC? 38 years. What's something that someone who's new to SAC should know about the area? Great weather. What do you do for fun around here? Um, usually um, go to clubs, bars, stuff like that. Stony Inn, preferably. Yeah, I was going to say, what's the hottest club in town? Stony Inn to me. What's your favorite musical artist? Mozzie from Oak Park, Sacramento. What's a couple of Mozzie songs? I Can't Take It, Trapping and uh, some more stuff. What's your favorite movie? My favorite movie, I'd have to say, is um, Boys in the Hood. Tell me something interesting about yourself. Um, I'm outgoing. I'm uh, younger than I look. Comedy's key to my life. How old do you people think you look? Uh, I get 26, 27 all the time, about 10 years younger. So okay. I don't think he said that right when he said it to me, but... <laughs> yeah, he looks... He, he's, he sounds... Very unenthused. <laughs> like, stop bothering me, kid. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Michelle, you get the first question. Here we go. A1. Skittles brought back this flavor to their green candies. Are you guys in a bathroom? Yeah, like we had a to public go, restroom well, or we, something? We went around the corner because when he dropped me off there and I did the the interview with him, he the, the maintenance guy came around, like was following us with a, uh, a hedge trimmer. Well, I think you're lying. I no, think you got somebody at the mall. <laughs> no, I did not. I'll right. take you there. Nikki D, in 2021, Skittles brought back this flavor to their uh, to their candies. Um, to the green Green ones. candies. Sorry. Sour? Sour Skittles? They brought they brought back this flavor. Lime. Lime is correct. Yeah, lime okay. is what we're looking for. Yes. <laughs> I didn't get it. I didn't get the question. Oh, my God. Okay, lime. No, I can understand that. I would, yeah, okay. Sour is a flavor. Yeah. Yeah, but lime is what we're looking for. <laughs> Somehow. Because Michelle, will our Uberist Kyle know lime? I don't think so. Nikki? I don't know, Michelle. The question was, in 2021, Skittles brought back this flavor, for some reason spelled like the Europeans do, to their green candies. <laughs> and lime think- is what we're looking for. Believe it or not, as unenthused as he sounds, this was a little tricky for me because I think I was thinking too much. But I think he might get this, Michelle. I think this might be a yay. Okay. I'll go with Nikki. Are you sure? Michelle, Uh-oh, you can pressure. go with your gut. I mean, <laughs> that's she's just trying to help. A lot of times <laughs> no, she doesn't do no, that. I, tr- I trust Nikki. All right. So, yes, yay on Lime, correct? <laughs> yes. All right. Here we go. A2. The sour skittles. What flavor? What flavor? Um, I have to say the lemon. The actual answer is lime. They brought back ah! lime. The candy would have to be sour skittles. He's arguing with you. No, I said it's sour. <laughs> he said the same thing I said. Sour skittles. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki and Nikki. Nikki and Kyle are two peas in a pod, and Michelle's pissed now. She's like, I wish I would have celebrated Mother's Day. <laughs> All right, Drew, the board is yours, my friend. Here we go, B1. What piece of money features different designs from each of the 50 states? What piece of money, Nikki D, features different designs from each of the 50 states? Um, we don't even got to talk this. He's got this. <laughs> What's the answer? It's bills. It, it's what? It's a quarter. Oh, it's a quarter. Well, hold on. What is Nikki saying? I'm not telling. I'm not saying oh, Drew's oh, right. Oh, I'm sorry. I said it was bills. Bills. Yeah. 
Is that bills? Bills, like dollar bills. Dollar bills. Five dollar bills. Yeah, bills. Bills. Uh, quarters <laughs> is the answer we're looking for. Yeah. Not bills. <laughs> Not bills. Okay. No. Quarters. Um. It's a department store, right? Bills. <laughs> I thought you said Beatles. That's Bells. No, I sorry. said Bills. So quarters Jesus. is what we're looking for. Drew, will our Uberus Kyle know quarters? No, nah, he's, he's got this. Yes. Yes, he's got this. I say nay. I don't think he has this. Do you care, Drew, what she says? <laughs> Usually, yeah, but no, I'm sticking with my answer. All right. So yes on cooter, uh, cooters. Quarters. <laughs> It's is, is not cooters. I'm still thinking of Martha Stewart in the Sports <laughs> Illustrated. Oh, my God. Freudian slip. Uh, B2. Uh, they, they're worth more than a penny. What are they worth? Um, I'd have to say the quarters. You nailed it. The quarters. Yeah, there you go. Quarters is correct. He guessed that. Why did you give him a uh, I, I fat fingered? You okay over there? I'm okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Drew's up 2-0. Michelle, you got to get back into this game, all right? That's what happens when you I'm don't have kids. On it. Okay. All right. Next question for you, Uber Smart C1. Who was the pretty woman in the 1990 film of the same name? Uh, Nikki D, this is easy, right? Yeah. Who was the pretty woman in the 1990 film, 1990 film of the same name? That's Julia Roberts. Yeah, it is Julia Roberts. Yeah. So make sure you knew the year. Mich- I didn't know they did another one. They didn't. I oh, just okay. said that to make you think that. <laughs> That's how good I am. I'm a thespian. Uh, Julia Roberts, Michelle, is what we're looking for. Do you think Kyle will know Julia Roberts? I think so. You think so? Nikki? Oh, Michelle, I know. I, I steered you wrong the last time. I know. You go with your gut, but I don't think he's going to know this one. Okay. I think this is going to be a definite nay for him. Michelle? He doesn't sound like a Julia oh, Roberts man, guy. Nikki, why do you do this to me? You've, I'm sorry. You've got to get this one. Do you want to go with your gut? Last time, if you would have went with your gut, you would have got it right. Or do you want to go with Nikki's guts in which... Every time so far. <laughs> she has. She's a horrible person. I agree. No, I just got off to a rough start, but I, I feel confident this time that he doesn't know Julia Roberts. All right, Michelle, what do you want to okay. do? I will say no, he does not know. Going with Nikki. All right. <laughs> mm-hmm. so well, are you ready to have your house egged? Here we go. No on Julia Roberts. Nay on Julia Roberts. C2. Pretty cool. I know the movie you're talking about. Um, Man. Jennifer Aniston, that's the, that's what I would say. Okay, the actual answer was Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts, yeah. There you go. Nicely See, done. I told you, Michelle, we're Michelle. back in it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Drew's turn. The board is his. We got time here. Yeah, we're good. Uh, D1. What action hero's nickname is Sly? Nikki D, what action hero's nickname is Sly? Um. Why do you got that weird face? By action hero? Action hero. Sly. Um, I don't have all day. Come on. Superman. What action hero's nickname is Sly? Superman would be a nickname. Oh. Because <laughs> <laughs> Clark Kent's his real name. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. A superhero? I, I said action hero. Oh, Listen action to the words coming out of my mouth. Said it now hero. three times. Sly. Um, Hold on, Hulk, Drew. Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. See, was that difficult? Is that right? No. <laughs> Drew, the answer? I, I'm pretty sure it's Sylvester Stallone. Of course it is. You know, And what gives it oh, away is... Oh, Sylvester Stallone. That's a movie guy. I'm thinking about like something fake. Oh, my gosh. Let's revisit the question. What action hero's nickname is Sly? 
When you put action hero, the action is what threw me off. That is the term for all the great action movie stars in the 80s. I don't know. I don't think about that. But when I heard Sly, I thought about Sylvester Stallone. Don't ever tell me I don't spit bars. All right. Looking for Sylvester Stallone. Drew, will Kyle or Uberus know Sylvester Stallone? I'm stuck on this because he seems a little bit of a stoner and out there. Mm -hmm. Um, But, I mean, it it is Sylvester Stallone. Right. Everybody knows. I don't think he's going to know it. Of course. You know what? I'm hoping he doesn't lose his man card, and I'm going to say yes, he does get it right. All right, so you're going against Nikki D. Like he did the last time. And he got it right. Yep, we're going against Nikki. But I'm going to, as I like you, Drew, and I'm only going to do this because I like you, I'm going to give you an opportunity (laughs) to change it. You're sneaky, Bailey. Uh, I'm sticking with it. Yes, he got it right. Okie dokie, jokey. All right, yay on Sylvester Stallone, D2. Rocky, one, two, and three. <laughs> I got to go with uh, Sylvester Stallone. Yep, it's Sylvester Stallone. There we go. Yep, you got it. So here's where we're at, Michelle. You need to get this right to stay in the game. If not, the game's over. It's done so. And I don't want to see that happen to you. All right? You understand? Me neither. Yeah. All I right? want to go to see Disturbed. I want you to go to see Disturbed, too, and I want you to find... Are you married? Yes, but he doesn't get to go. Okay, well then I want you to find a man and have him impregnate you so you can celebrate Mother's Day next year. That's what I want. Uh, okay. I'll work on that. Yeah, yeah, get on that for me, please. Literally. <laughs> All right, here we go, Michelle E1. Steve Harvey is the host of a game show. What game show is it? Nikki D, Steve Harvey is the host of a game show. What game show is it? Family Feud. Family Feud, yes, very simple. <laughs> Michelle. Will Kyle, for all the marbles, no family feud? Nikki? No, he will not. I'm going to say nay. I'm going to say a big fat nay to him. Because he's white. Not because he's white. His favorite movie is Boys in the Hood. (laughs) Well, then he should know this, right? He won't know it. He's into the black stuff. (laughs) 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 But whatever you think, Michelle, go with your gut. Mm, I say no. No. Not going to know Family Feud. Nikki D says no. Say Let's nay. find out. Nay, E2. It wasn't that slime show, right? I can't. I, I can't even know that. Double dare. You got your networks mixed up on that one. That was a Nickelodeon show. This is Family Feud. Ah, there you, you go. Said double dare. Double dare. <laughs> <sighs> okay, Drew, if you get this correct, you win. All right? I mean, the, everything is in Drew's favor right now. Uh-oh. All right? Uh-oh. All right. Yeah, I know, Michelle. You need to kabuki him over there. You're like, <laughs> kabuki, kabuki, kabuki. All right, here we go, Drew. This is for you. It could be all of it. F1. In 1492, who sailed the ocean blue? Nikki D. Other than you, of course, <laughs> I believe that was 1992. <laughs> In 1492, who sailed the ocean blue? That would be Christopher Columbus. Christopher Columbus. Yes. Being replaced by indigenous day correct exactly yes chris was a bad man he was bad man uh drew for the win will kyle know christopher columbus all right nikki what do you think i think yay i think yay i think he'll know this i would be very shocked if he doesn't i mean we learned this in kindergarten all right i was hoping to have at least one agreement but i'm gonna say he doesn't get this right (laughs) Wow. Okay, Drew. Oh, that's cold. 
If you get this incorrect, it's tied up and then in Michelle's hand to win the game. I will tell you this, Drew, and again, just because I like you. Hey. And I like you too, Michelle. (laughs) I will tell you this, Drew. One of you is correct. (laughs) Damn, that's 50 50 odds right there. Yeah. All right. Uh, So I'm going to give you an opportunity to change your answer because I like Michelle. Final answer. Okay, so oh, you're, he's sticking with it hard. It's like he knows the answers, right? Like he's, he's got like, yes, because no, these answers no, are there, he's got it on the cheap the internet. It's, oh, they're out there. okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is Uber Smart oh five fifteen two three on the internet. <laughs> I wasn't supposed to upload that before the show. No. Oh. All right, so nay on Christopher Columbus, correct? Yes, he does. Uh, no, he does not know it. He does not know it for the win. Let's find out. F2. Christopher Robbins. Did you discover America or was it already here? In my opinion, I think it was already here. Well, you were close. You got the Christopher part right. But we were looking for Columbus. <laughs> Christopher Robbins. Christopher Robbins. He over talking about Winnie the Pooh. See, Drew? Michelle, here's what I want to tell you. You are such a fantastic player and you're a great human being. I want you to call us back tomorrow. Same time. <laughs> I'll, I'll do that. It's a different game. I think you'll have better luck. I really do, but I I, I know Wait, that you. What am I missing? Huh? What am I missing? Oh, because Drew said he wouldn't get it right. Uh-huh. What did I tell oh. you? When the game's over, you leave the room. What did I tell you? Dang, I was thinking <laughs> Michelle had a shot. <laughs> hey. Dang it. Hey, let me handle this part of the show. Okay. <laughs> let the adults talk here. Okay. All right, Michelle. Thank you for playing. Have a great day. We'll hopefully talk to you later on this week. Okay. You guys, too. Thank right. you. Bye-bye. Bye, Michelle. So sweet. Everybody's so happy even when they lose. They're not uh-huh. angry. <laughs> What's up the one guy last week? He yeah. was angry. He lost. Drew, you're the man, dude. You're going to disturb Breaking Benjamin, uh, and uh, then you're also registered for the whole VIP thing, okay? Thanks, all. All right. You hang on, too. There we go. I don't believe Nikki helped out much, did she? Uh, not for the winner. Yeah. I mean, but you, I... were, you were good with, uh, with the other caller, Michelle. Was that her name? Yeah. Me and Michelle did good. Mm-hmm. Just my first two. I got off to a rocky start. And then um, I guess I didn't really recover, huh? Because nope. I got this last one wrong. <laughs> I started to feel like I recovered, but I guess I really didn't. That's why I got halfway through calling you this morning at the DMV, and I was like, you know what? I don't want her to take my test for me. <laughs> she takes oh, I my t- drive way better than you and take tests better than you. No, you don't have to drive well in order to take the test at the DMV. You just have to know stupid answers to stupid questions. No, you have to read through the full questions, which you don't do. That is a correct statement. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I would agree with you on that. Um, I many of you might not know this man that I'm about to bring up, but uh, he was the godfather, the pioneer. And if you put it in kind of this perspective, and I'll tell you who it is because he passed away just uh, in the last day or two, is that while we're on this earth, while we're living – we don't get to see because we're in this we're in this like weird time. We don't get to see too many pioneers of things pass. You know right. what I mean? Like Babe Ruth to baseball. You know, we didn't oh, get yeah. we didn't get to see that 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 kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but we got to see this with this guy. So I'll tell you who it is and what he is known for here in just a minute. It's the BS on ninety rock. I'm a poker player. I love playing poker, and uh, there's more to it than money and all the stuff that people that don't play, they just don't understand. It's about reading people, camaraderie, competitiveness, so on and so forth. But 
uh, the godfather of poker for those poker players, for those that do play poker, know exactly who that is. That'd be Doyle Brunson, and has sadly passed away at the age of 89 uh, over the weekend, according to his agent. The cause of death not disclosed. Um, what makes him the godfather of poker? He so Doyle Brunson. They they he's, his nickname is the Texas Dolly, which is it was I think misinterpreted by the media years ago and just stuck with them. He was, I think the first guy to ever win a million dollars. He was one of the first, he's part of that old school, good old boy, cowboy driving from state to state in a Cadillac to play backroom poker games. Oh, okay. And there was a poker boom in the two thousands in the, the mid two thousands TV. Like everybody started playing poker because it was on TV everywhere. Actually poker is the only sport. If you consider it a sport, that you can find 24-7 on television. Because it's considered like a professional sport to play poker? Well, I mean, that's a totally another conversation. Okay. Know, there's an argument of whether it's a sport. And I would even probably, uh, you know, it, whether it's a sport or not. But that's not the point. The point is is that in the mid-2000s, everybody started playing poker because they would turn on television and see these high-stakes poker games. And they'd see guys like Daniel Negrano and Phil Helmuth and Phil Ivey and, you know, the Unabomber and all these different guys and then celebrities playing. And then, of course, the World Series of Poker that airs on ESPN, uh, not even on the Ocho. I mean, it's it's on ESPN. Right. Oh, okay. And, you know, and you see thousands of people playing for millions of dollars and they're like, well, I can do that. I can. Anybody can play poker, but it is an art form, uh, you know, and, and so he was part of that old school run that brought poker into the mainstream world. So he got that name. Plus, he won numerous championships. I mean, he's got a hand named after him. You which know, is called what? The Doyle Brunson. The Doyle. Oh, okay. Or the Brunson. It's 10-2, which is a horrible starting hand. But he won, I think, back-to-back tournaments with 10-deuce. Mm. You know, it's, it's, you know, if you play it, you're playing it just in his honor. You know, you, you know you're a big deal when you got a hand named after you. Right. Like the, the dead man's hand is aces and eights after Wild Bill Hickok, you know, <laughs> million gazillion years ago, because that's what he was allegedly holding in his hand when he was shot at a poker game. Oh, I always wondered that, why they called it that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, when he when I read that he passed away, we were uh, actually out to dinner yesterday, last night, which we'll get to later for Mother's Day. But my first thought was, well, one, I was sad because I'm a poker player, but I do understand I'm talking to a, a mass audience and a lot of you are not and don't care. But if you look at it this way, is that, you know, the, the times that we're living in right now, can you think of us experiencing greatness and then watching it come to a close. You know what I mean? Like we've got to, if you're a poker player, watch Doyle Brunson play poker on television, or maybe in person you went out and saw him or something. And now he's dead. You know, and I can't think of too many other people. I mean, we've seen greatness in sports like Tom Brady, what Tom Brady has been able to achieve is just ridiculous. Uh, Right. Mm -hmm. You know, in the seventies, when you got to see Terry Bradshaw, you know, which I think is one of the most underappreciated, underrated quarterbacks of all time. Right. He definitely gets left out of a lot of conversations as time goes on. Well, I believe he was the first quarterback to ever win four Super Bowls, you know. So you're saying like somebody that pioneered in a sport that we see pass away in our lifetime. Or just anything. Here's I can't think of anybody in the sports world. The only thing Nelson and I were talking about this during the break, the only thing I can think of is Steve Jobs. You know, we saw a guy recreate oh, yeah. pretty much the Apple. wheel, right? Yep. With That's Apple. True. I mean, he took Apple, his company, and reinvented his own company. 
Well, he and did. reinvented several different industries as well. He changed the music industry forever. Exactly. That's With a, a good device. example. You know, and we saw Steve Jobs in, you know, in color, in person, and then we saw him pass. Dang, that's right. I can't, you know, now that you say it that way, because I was trying to think of people. Of course, you always just think about music artists, but somebody that invented something and then left in our lifetime. You're right. Well, I would say Steve for Jobs. artists, this one kind of came to mind. I can't believe you and I didn't come up with it. Let me guess, Kirk Cobain. Yeah. Yeah, but we're, if we're talking about pioneering, grunge? Kurt Cobain didn't start it. Nirvana set the top spinning for grunge music is what I mean by that. Like, all all other artists that come after that are a shadow of Nirvana. I disagree with that. You don't think so? No, because they are not the pioneers of grunge. Mother, Lo- Mother Love Bone is. Okay. And Nirvana was a product of the right time, not to say it because I'm a Nirvana fan, mm-hmm. but Nirvana was a product of the right time, the right place, and the right record label. Right. You know, so they get credit for inventing the grunge era. Okay. But that's, I would, th- th- there's a lot of people that could debate that and disagree with that. I mean, they were definitely the leaders, uh-huh. not not wanting to be, but the they were. The face of the movement, regardless they, if they started it. You know, because what they, you know, what, what the industry does is they pit two bands against each other in order to polarize an audience to sell mm-hmm. albums. There always got to be a beat. Okay. So for, for every Nirvana fan, you had a Pearl Jam fan. For every Britney Spears fan, you had a Christina Aguilera fan. For every Backstreet Boy fan, you had an NSYNC fan. Okay. That is so true. For every that Biggie so fan, true. you had a Tupac fan. Absolutely. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Absolutely. So that's just how that that's works. That's what they do. Yeah, that's what they do. Mm-hmm. You know, And then one becomes more popular and one dies and one lives and that's just how it is. But you can't think of anybody else. Can no, you? I cannot think of anybody else that like they invented it in our lifetime and then we watched them die. Of course, I don't know this poker guy either. But to your point, I can't think of another person that's done that. Would you consider Carol Shelby? The guy the who, car? The, who's behind yeah, Shelby American and revolutionized what muscle cars were and the American version of the sports car, i.e. we went up against the Ferrari, we went up against the Lamborghini and were able to contend because of him? I would love to be a part of that conversation with you, but I know nothing about him. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> <laughs> He's standing I'm sitting on here king. like, I don't know him either, but okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it was Matt, so Matt Damon played him in the movie, right? So, I think so, so. so for conversation's sake... <laughs> Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Ford versus Ferrari is a really good movie. <laughs> Sounded good. Didn't think of that one. Nailed it. Yeah, nicely done. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that was my like first thought, you know, when I saw this last night. I was like, God, that's so, I mean, he's looked old for a very long time. You know, and his health has deteriorated. I mean, he's eighty nine years old and he's old school. Was he still in the public eye? Was he still playing poker, or had he just kind of retired? And I think his last poker championship uh, was in 2016. He came in like sixth place, I think I read. Um, but I mean, you would see him occasionally on television. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm one of those guys that'll sit there and watch poker on TV. Did he give people like advice? Like, did he help other poker players? He well, he wrote a book called Super System. Which um, very popular book for okay. poker for poker players? Because okay. again, you go back to the the the, the poker boom in the two thousands. All these guys became household names. It was crazy, and they would tour, mm-hmm. and they would go to different poker rooms, and the poker rooms would play. They would pay these guys to play to take your money. <laughs> and I, I've sat at numerous tables with a lot of these professional poker players, you know, because you want to sit at the table. Right. Sure. You know, I was in Vegas one time at the Venetian. I see Johnny Chang, 
you know, playing poker. I didn't sit down. I mean, it's kind of like rounders, right? Uh-huh. I didn't sit down, but I'm sitting there going, that's effing Johnny Chang. Dude, that's why I got goosebumps <laughs> thinking about it. I'm so not I, even like a poker player. So I just <laughs> stared at him. Just, that would be so awesome. I just awesome. looked at him. I was like, God, you're cool. Right. You know? And you're just taking all these guys' I'm money. I'm surprised you didn't sit down. And then, you know, and then I've seen some of these big games. You know, I've witnessed some of these big games where hundreds of thousands of dollars exchange. I mean, I'm oh. not, I promise you, I'm not part of these games, but I've, I've seen them. And then some of my friends that are in the, 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 the industry, a lot of these Hollywood types have these home games. You know, like Kevin Pollock's a big player. Um, uh, was it Brad? Brad Gilbert, he's a big player. Really? Uh, Lou Diamond Phillips is a big player. Lou uh, Toby McGuire, as we all know, is a big player. <laughs> you know, so all these guys have these they, these Hollywood home games. It's a lot of money. Like, if we ever imagine. get Kevin Pollock on, which he's one of my most favorite actors of all time, uh, he'll talk about it openly. It's awesome. <laughs> That's so he'll cool. He'll say who comes over and how much they lost. <laughs> So anyway, rest in peace, Doyle Brunson. Uh, very, very sad. Again, I, I get it. This job, you're going to bring stuff up, and like before I even open the mic, I'm like, nobody's going to know. Him. Right. Mm. So, but it fl- was interesting to learn about him. Got to find a way to talk about it, make it interesting. I had to Google him at the table last night. I was like, who's your dark Brunson? Or I get Brunson death. <laughs> yeah. But he was the godfather of something, and lived during our lifetime, and passed during our lifetime. Absolutely. And we it's very difficult. I mean, that's something that, you know, you're probably kicking your, around your head right now going, I can't think of anyone either. Right. You know, because what has started during our lifetime, who started it? Are they still around? That's a good question. And if they are still around, then they're not dead yet, so they're still going. Right. You know what I mean? Who knows what else they're going to come up with. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Second round of headlines, and then we'll talk with Kevin Martin of Candlebox if all goes well. What do you got? I'm going to tell you what World War II item was found and why Kelly Clarkson's show is being called Toxic. All right. Two big stories from today. Please pay attention. Thanks for being here. It's the BS on 98 Rock. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Here we go. Round two, Nikki D. A piece of history washed up on a Texas beach, H3. Even though there are hundreds of millions of shipping containers that travel the world's oceans each year, not all of them are able to arrive safely at their final destination. A cargo ship from the Nazi ships that was back in World War II washed up on a Texas beach. Basically what happened is a Nazi vessel that was dubbed as the SS Rio Grande was spotted by two American ships. Again, this was during World War II. It was a cruiser and a destroyer, um, and they shot the ship down. And when it washed up on the beach and they looked through the rubble, they thought it was some type of cargo ship, and then they realized it was from World War II. It wasn't carrying anything fancy or gold or jewels, but it was carrying rubber. 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 <laughs> what, so they didn't have kids? Oh, no, they didn't have kids. <laughs> no, they did not have kids. I thought that was their whole gimmick is that they wanted a bunch of them. Right. Well, <laughs> but only one kind. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> make sure we bring a boat of rubber for this. Oh, my God. Boat of rubber. <laughs> this isn't the first time, though, that some of these ships that were shot down during war, the pieces have washed up. Some have washed up in Texas. Some have washed up in Brazil. So they go down to the bottom of the ocean and origin, eventually they come back up. Somebody on the beach definitely is taking the stuff and then puts it in their house and like, what is that? And it's like, 
That's that's Nazi rubber right there. It's right from World War Two. From World War Two, washed <laughs> up on the beach. It's very valuable stuff. <laughs> they don't make them like they used to. I don't think you're allowed to take the Nazi rubber from the beach. Mm-hmm. I, I know I wasn't supposed to take it, but <laughs> if you come across Nazi rubber, don't you want to have Nazi rubber? I'm like, <laughs> you're not going to say no. If I found something cool at the beach like that, I would take oh, it. Oh, hell yeah. Absolutely. It'll be right at my house. I'm like, look what I found. I mean, Maybe you don't put it on display. There's value to it because it's from World War II. You but know? is it illegal? Yeah, absolutely. I oh, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would think so, right? Because you can't just go and grab treasure. Well, right. Yeah. Well, the Ger- Germany can come claim it, I believe. So, like, you can't necessarily uh, stake a claim in it. You get a phone call late night. <laughs> Do you have my rubber? <laughs> 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 I heard you, dumb Texan. Give me my rubber. All right, what's your next one? Kelly Clarkson is not letting her show get canceled. H four. All right, everybody, welcome to the Kelly Clarkson show. The Kelly Clarkson show is under fire following the release of a bombshell expose in Rolling Stone on Friday. So Rolling Stone put out a publishment on Friday where a current employee. And 11 former employees of the Kelly Clarkson show alleged that the environment there is toxic. They said that they've been unhappy working there. They're overworked, underpaid, and it's traumatizing to their mental health. Well, Kelly got wind of it, of course, and she immediately put out a statement and said that she's not for it. Um, in her 20 years in the industry, she's always believed in doing the right thing. And so she's putting her leadership under training. So they're going to do leadership training, mm-hmm. herself included. And I feel like she's doing that to get in front of this and not let her show kind of get canceled like how what happened with Ellen. Well, Ellen mismanaged that big time. Yeah. Well, you've got, I mean, this day and age you have to, but it's... It, it, one person could just say one thing because they're disgruntled, and now everybody else has to go through this training. You know, he's like, oh, "Look, I've been a great employee for fifteen. <laughs> what are you doing? Like, why do I got to go through this stuff? It wasn't me. Bill's pissed because he, you know, stopped putting Fritos in the vending machine. <laughs> he just said this is a toxic work environment. <laughs> why do the rest of us have to sit through this stupid thing online that we got to put the damn things in the bucket? This is dumb." You know, so but that's that's the day and age we live in. Absolutely. Is that one guy screwed it up for all theories. So you just need and then she's smart enough. You're right. Like Ellen screwed it up. You know, she ignored it, ignored it, ignored it. And then let the tabloids run away with it. Mm -hmm. And then I heard I heard a a few horror stories from that show, though. But, you know, I always kind of take the defense of the host, you know, shocker. But it's it's creative. I don't know. Like there is a guy there is a writer for her show that we. Mm-hmm. I had talked to and off the air he was talking about the inner workings. It, it not being the best place to be there. <laughs> and he just sounded disgruntled and angry. <laughs> you know, I didn't say anything. I mean, I was, who am I to sit there and go, sure it wasn't you, dude? Right. You know, but let's just say, you know, everybody gets a little pissed off. Uh Kevin Martin, uh, what a great guy. One of my favorite bands, Candlebox. They, uh, we had Brad Arnold from Three Doors on not that long ago. They're going out on the road with those guys, which is pretty cool. But um, from what I understand, this is it for Candlebox. It seems like to be a trend with the bands from the 90s and even early 2000s as they're calling it quits. I don't even know if a rock star really knows how to retire, so we can ask him about that. Uh, so if all goes well, Kevin Martin of Candlebox will join us here in a minute. It's the BS on any Rock. Welcome back. Appreciate you listening. It's the BS. My name is Jason Bailey. And there's Nikki D. And there's Nelson. And I see a 
very, very small box of Kevin Martin of Candlebox. Kevin, are you, th- are you there, my friend? I'm here. How are you? I'm good. Good, 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 good. Uh, life treating you well? Uh, yeah, life is good. Sorry, I didn't hey. in the video. Here we there go. you go, yeah. Kevin! <laughs> Brother man. Hey, we had Brad uh, from Three Doors on not that long ago, and I was telling him this tour with you guys um, uh, is absolutely amazing. I mean, you talk about – I told him whoever put it together should get a raise because from start, <laughs> from start to finish – it's just going to be hit after hit after hit after hit, right? It's going to be a long, it's going to be a long, uh, exhausting earful of an evening. That's for sure. Yeah, that's a good thing, though. I mean, it, like uh, with with him being a fan of Candlebox, obviously you guys coming before Three Doors, but both covering two different sure. decades and generation. Uh, you a fan? I'm, I'm assuming of Three Doors as well. Is it exciting yeah. for you to go out on the road with those guys? It is. We've actually been talking about it for years. I've known Brad going on about 20 years now. Um, yeah, we've been friends a long, long time. And it's uh, it, we tried to work this out back. It was supposed to happen in 2020 and uh, COVID put a halt to that. So um, when we, we figured it out last year, they weren't going to be doing this, the same dates that we were that we were available for. So they were, you know, really just about let's let's see if we can reschedule it for next year. And it happened to work out perfectly for us. I mean, celebrating the 30 years of of our debut and the 20 years of, uh, behind the sun, you know, it's, it just seems to be a, um, it was a no brainer really. It was, it just was an obvious tour. And, and, you know, I agree with you. It is going to be literally three hours of nothing but hit songs. It's going to be crazy. 30 years, dude, 30 years. Yeah. Long time. One, of, one of my favorite albums, you know, that I tell you every time <laughs> 30, 30 years, uh, yeah. which, if it makes me feel, I don't want to use the word old, but you know, seasoned, uh, it, it, it's it's gotta you know kind of sink in with you, and and this is it for you guys, right? After after this tour, supposedly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you feel seasoned. I feel old. Um, <laughs> I didn't want to yeah. say it, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it is. It's actually you know I'm wrapping it up uh, at the end of the year. You know, I figured, I you know I've been I've been the, the reason it's called the long goodbye tour for us is because you know it's been something that I've been contemplating for quite some time. Um, and being home for COVID really kind of changed, um, my outlook on everything and, and being a father and a husband and really actually relearning how to be that person. Um, you know, I, I hadn't been home for 20 months in 30 years. So it, it was very strange, um, to experience that and to actually enjoy it. Um, I, I realized that Maybe I'm not cut out for this whole rock and roll thing the way I thought I was. Wow. Um, I, I really just I'm a homebody, man. I enjoy it. I, I do work around the house. I I garden. I do woodwork. I do, you know, whatever. And and it's something that um, that really just opened my eyes to to it's time to put this thing away. So, um, yeah, I, it is the last tour for for Candlebox. I will still do charity events. I'll still do, you know, somebody asked me to come out and play a charity for them or whatever. I'll still do that, but there will be no more touring. There'll be no more records. Um, and, and, and yeah, I don't, I mean, maybe a full band show here and there. Um, but other than that, it's, it's really just, yeah, I'm, I'm putting everything away. Was this a decision that it was easy to make because of you liking to be at home with your family or was it something where you had to sit down with your family and weigh out, you know, Benjamin Franklin, the situation, weigh out the pros and cons. 
<laughs> well, if, if you if you ask me, it's easy. If you ask my wife, it's probably going to be the most difficult thing I've ever decided. But um, you know, I I there were moments where, you know, I I've there have been moments where I've wanted to put this way, um, and I think that the reality of of when it started to set in to me that this was what I was going to do, I was very calm about it. I mean, I look who knows what's going to happen next year when I'm, I'm home for, you know, 12 months and, and maybe my wife wants to pull my hair out for me. But, um, <laughs> you know, I, I really do believe that I'm there, you know, I'm, I think that family comes first for, for most people. And, and, um, and I, I love playing the shows. I love performing. I love the fans, but music doesn't, it, it doesn't have the same effect on me that it did a long time ago. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know, you, you look at back and, you know, go back to 93 as, again, the 30th anniversary of the self-titled album Candlebox. And I'm assuming in those days, Kevin, you, you, you and the guys didn't sit around and say, all right, let's map this out. This is how this is going to play. Right. You, you, you just no. it, it, like any other rock star. It's like, wow, we got success. Let's ride this wave. All right. Let's take a hiatus. Well, let's get back. It's, it's a thing. Right. Is that how that works? Pretty much. I mean, it's, you know, I think that when we, when we put the band back together in 2006, we had talked about, you know, the future and, and what was to come. It, it, that's something that we probably should have talked about, you know, in 1993 when the record came out, but you know, it's, it, there's, we're releasing a documentary this year as well. That kind of tells the story of, you know, it's called far behind the, the story of Candlebox, and, and it really kind of explains what we went through and, and, and who we are as people and, and and you see the four of us discussing the ups and downs and you know in all of that we're still friends and and you know but at the time when we started this band we didn't know one another we were kind of like a boy band that got thrown into a studio and made a record that sold seven million copies mm. um and that's just a strange thing and i think if we just if sat down back then with one another or or listened to our management at the time um we probably wouldn't have taken a hiatus and we and we probably wouldn't have made the lucy record but um you know it, that's hindsight you know and all of that has led to to who we are today and and where i'm at and um, you know, I, I really, I wish we had discussed things a lot more like we did in 2006, because I really think that, um, it, it probably would have turned out you know, quite differently. Do you think that if you go back to those days and, you know, cause you guys, you guys kind of hit this interesting patch, especially with your style. Um, if you would have had, you know, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong here, but like a direct competitor, you know, like Nirvana to Pearl Jam, Pearl Jam to Nirvana, you know, Candlebox never really had a direct competitor. But if you did, in my opinion, but if you did, would that have made the story of Candlebox a little bit different? Yeah, absolutely. One hundred percent. I mean, it's I've said it a million times. We're like the journey of of the Seattle grunge scene, you know, <laughs> yeah. It, 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 you know, except that they've got a new lead singer and, and I've got a brand new band. Um, you know, it's it's just uh, we we really were so different than all of the music that came out of the city. And, you know, that's why a lot of the, the bands from Seattle all thought we had moved there because we didn't sound anything like what was being produced um, musically there. And that has a lot to do with the fact that we're also five years in age younger than a lot of those guys. And um, you know, and Pete's main influence was Black Sabbath and Iron Maiden. And, um, you know, most of those bands, you know, their their influence was The Clash and The Dead Kennedys and a lot of the punk rock and, and 
um, and and the Beatles and acid rock and stuff that was going on at the time. So we really kind of, um, and still to this day, I think we are just so much different than anything that's out there. I don't, it's strange to, to, to me that we don't fit in the metal camp. We don't fit in the alternative camp. We don't fit in the grunge camp. We don't fit in the, you know, the, the punk rock camp. So where do you put Candlebox at like a festival that happens in Las Vegas? Like, you know, that just happened last, last uh, over the weekend. It just doesn't fit. You know, we fit in some of the Danny Wimmer events, which like, you know, uh, what California rebel or Carolina rebellion, stuff like that. But we just are kind of like, like you know, like the journey of, of the Seattle music scene. Yeah. But then, you know, 20 years ago, plus saying that, that you don't fit, that you don't be, you're not in that mold was a thing, you know, and it was a paycheck, but now it's a little bit different, uh, you know, especially with all the services and different ways that people can, can, can absorb uh, music. I, I think today it's a better thing. I mean, think about this. Candlebox is still played on mainstream radio and also streamed on different services for a lot of bands that fit into specific categories you have to go to that playlist or that category where you guys are spread over to different categories. So that's a good thing. Yeah, it's interesting. Like if you if you put the Kings of Leon radio station from Pandora on, we're on there. If you put the Alice in Chains PlayStation or uh, uh, playlist radio station from Pandora, we're on there. If you put the Pearl Jam one, we're on there. If you put Soundgarden on, we're on there. We're just kind of yeah. It is. It's a much better environment now. For sure, because you can hear us everywhere, and um, you know, and that has that that has everything to do with the with the streaming income that comes in as well. You know, it's yeah. a nice thing to have. Well, I don't believe you that you're going to retire because I don't think rock stars know how to retire. <laughs> and Kiss is like the definition of that. And Motley Crue, you know, it's just it's well, just... listen. If I had Kiss's money and Motley Crue's money and and that sort of thing, I wouldn't be retiring. But you know, I don't. So I've, I've got other things to do. I got a garden out here. I got a plant. So yeah, let's. So here's the thing. Uh, life after being a rock star. And there's a, there's a, there's another friend of mine that was in the business. He was a bassist for a fairly successful band and he just got out of the music industry, cold Turkey, sold all of his bass, basses, bass, whatever. And he became an artist, but it was a very tough transition for him. Almost like a soldier coming back stateside. It was a very yeah. tough transition for him to get back into that life. It cost him a relationship, friendship, so on and so forth. So you, Kevin Martin, you are at your house, you are done this tour, you are retired, and there's an opportunity at Home Depot in the garden section <laughs> where you know you're going to get a discount on all of your flowers and plants. You've got time to kill. Are you open to the opportunity? Great question. Um, no. No. I, I, I think I probably. I'm just going to own my own my own nursery. That's what I'll do. Okay. Because <laughs> that would be awesome to see Kevin Martin working. Oh my God! No, it would not. You're out of your mind. <laughs> but see, my my point is, I know it'd be funny, but my point is, is that you know, there's only so much you're going to be able to do. You're an artist. You're creative minds. Creative minds need 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 you know outlets outlets and and all that stuff. And uh, like, I'm wondering if you're going to fight yourself on trying to create new music that day that something pops in your head. Like, no, I'm retired. I'm done. No, I, I think, you know, there, there'll still be the creative process. You know, I mean, I, I have a side project I do with my buddy Don that, that, you know, we'll, we'll keep creating music. I'll, I'll always have music and it will always be there for me. And I'll always be able to turn to it whenever I need it. Uh, you know, but I do, 
I do feel that, you know, I need to, I need to just not do this anymore. You know, it's, it's just, a, it's a hard life. You know, I mean, this, this tour I'm doing is almost four months long. Um, I haven't toured like that in years. It's going to be incredibly exhausting, incredibly difficult. The, and the reentry to any relationship when, you know, my wife came up with that, you know, term years ago, and it really is what it is. It's, it's when I reenter this family and I have to understand my relationship that my wife has with me and my son and how she's been dealing with Jasper and his school and all that stuff. You know, that's, it's important that I understand what that is like, and I can't just come in here and throw a wrench in things. So, you know, that's, that's a difficult process. And, and, you know, it can be, it can be exciting and fun to be out on the road, but it's, it's mostly, it's just, it's such a hard job Mm -hmm. in this day and age too, because there's so much social, you know, the social media crap, that I've got to do every day is, is, you know, at the age of 54 is something I'm not excited about, you know, and it's really just, it's, it's just not as fun as it used to be. And and I don't, I don't want people to, you know, think that I'm not grateful or, or I don't, I don't appreciate what what's happened and what's been given to me because I do, there's not a day that it goes by that I don't pinch myself, but you know, it's also everything that I've seen and everything that I've done. I, I, I just, I've been there and I've done that. And, and it's time to put it away. I've got mad respect for you, Kevin, you know, especially because it's all about the family, you know, no, thanks, and, 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 you know, I, I just moved cross country to Sacramento here, uh, work for a great company, work for a great radio station, but I didn't know if I was going to go back to Terrestrial radio. And I didn't because I had to, I wanted to wait for my daughter to graduate high school. So to, yeah. to the things that we do as parents and, and fathers, um, you know, as we get older and uh, we just kind of push them aside. So I've I've got a newfound respect for other people that do the same. I'm not at that level of where you're at, Kevin, but like I couldn't even imagine doing what you're doing right now and how taxing it must be. And that last show of this tour, um, <laughs> what you're going to be like, it, it's it's you know, <laughs> it, it, I just, you know it's going to be rough. That's what I'm going to say. It, it is. I'm, I'm, my back's going to be killing me. My hip's going to be killing me, all sorts of stuff. But. Um, I'm certainly going to be looking forward to getting on that plane and flying home. Yeah. Are you uh, getting up on stage with Brad or vice versa? Are you guys doing any stuff together on this tour? Yeah, we're working, we're working out some, um, some songs that the, that both bands can jam out at the end of the night. So that's, that's kind of like, that's what we're pretty excited about really is, is, you know, cause we're great friends with those guys in the band and, and we all, we all love the same music. So it's kind of been funny because we're, everybody's throwing a, a bunch of different songs in the mix and everybody's like, Oh yeah, we should do that. We should do that. I was like, listen, we don't have time to learn 15 songs. We got to pick one or two that, that both bands can knock out of the park. So uh, it'll be, I think everybody's going to be pleasantly surprised when, when they hear what we're going to be knocking out with those boys every night. It's going to be fun. You want to give us a hint? You want to give us a little nope. exclusive mad <laughs> season? No, maybe <laughs> something. Yeah. No, 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 I think, you know, it's going to, it's going to be a lot deeper than that. I think people are going to be surprised as to, as to what, uh, what songs we've been throwing. Them. What if hypothetical, what if a very popular band that you are a fan of needs a new lead singer five years, four years, three years, two years down the road. What are you doing? Journey. <laughs> Let me finish. Journey needs a new lead singer. <laughs> I would uh, I would jump at the opportunity to sing for Journey. Um, I, I I do a lot of Journey songs in karaoke. I love them. Um, you know, listen. I think it would have to be. It really would have to be something extraordinary. It would have to be an opportunity that um, I certainly you know uh, 
could not turn down. And that's, that's going to be one or two bands. And, you know, it would be maybe Black Sabbath um, or U2, you know I mean? It would have to be something just that dumb. <laughs> and residency in, in Vegas. <laughs> in Vegas, exactly. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> where, where you get the suite for six months, three months on, two months off, three months on. That's the gig, right? That- I'm, I'm in. I'm in for that. You make that happen. <laughs> Well, uh, brother, as far as us here in Sacramento, uh, we will see you guys, you and Candlebox and Three Doors, uh, at the Hard Rock Live. That's July 13th. So uh, I'll be out there to, to give you a big, long goodbye hug, um, you know, to see both of you guys. Uh, it's Looking forward to it, man. It's been too long, brother. How you been? You good? Uh, I'm happy. I'm moving. I'm stressed. My family's still in Atlanta, but um, we're making it happen, and I'm back to doing this radio thing, and... You know, I was like, get Kevin on. He's doing corner cone tour. Get him on the show and he's on, okay, make sure I get him back on. So, um, yeah, life is good. I appreciate you asking. So, uh, very happy here. I love the city. New to California. Never experienced it before, but I'm exploring and the people have been way cool. Way cool. Good, good. Well, I mean, Northern California is a little bit different than Southern California, but um, you make your way down here anytime you want. We'll hang out here in Los Angeles. I appreciate that. I really do. Brother, I will see you sooner than later. I wish you nothing but the best. You know, I got nothing but love for you guys. Uh, and thanks for coming on. Really appreciate it, Kevin. My pleasure. Thanks, guys. All right. thanks. Good to see you. Thanks. See you Bye. soon. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye. What a great guy. Phenomenal. Legend. Awesome. Love, love. Like, I get goosebumps. Yeah, it was a hell of a uh, talk that we and, and, and I And I had, to, I had to hold back on bringing up the thing I bring up every time I talk to him because it's so... Not important. What's that? There's just one night doing a show, and one of his buddy gets up, gets up and just butchers. I think it was Far Behind or You or one of the songs. And it, just, it was hilarious. It was a great. It was hilarious. Because, <laughs> you know, like that's the dream, right? You want to get up with what, your favorite band and yeah. sing a song. Do you know how difficult it is to sing Candlebox songs? I can imagine. I mean, you have to know. Like, there's a lot of words in Candlebox songs. Yeah. It's like a novel. <laughs> like, think about it. You know, even if you're not a Candlebox fan, go through and listen to some Candlebox songs. He's got a lot of words to sing. A lot of them. A lot of them. So, anyway, uh, well, I'm sure we'll have tickets as we get. Well, we already gave away tickets, didn't we? We did. We gave mm-hmm. away tickets already for the yeah. show. We'll I'm probably give away some more when he gets closer. Sometimes yeah, I'm it sure. circles back. There is a very, very cool piece of history, television memorabilia, but definitely history. Mm-hmm. That's getting ready to hit the auction block, uh, which brings me to the question of, I'll tell you what it is, of course, when we get back. It's called a tease. But um, <laughs> what movie prop, television prop, mm. would you like if you could have anything? Where would you put it? What would you do with it? Would you wear it? Would you sit in it? Would you sleep in it? Would you stand on it? That it is could a be good anything. Question. It could be oh. anything. All right, we'll play make believe for a little bit. 916 909 0985. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Bear, 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 bear. We run a tight ship, I'm telling you. <laughs> it's like he just he strokes out like about 448. <laughs> he just kind of goes into la la land, starts counting donuts. <laughs> Oh, he was actually being clever. He just couldn't do it fast enough. Oh, you don't see what I see. You don't? I don't? Yeah, I don't. You don't? <laughs> I don't. No, I, no he, I watched him. He was being clever. He was getting us together, but he just didn't push it fast enough, I think. No, he just freezes, and he, his no. head just drifts up, and he's like, 
One donut. It's <laughs> accurate. Three donuts. He does it. He does it like once or twice a show. <laughs> well, you do have a better view of him than I do. So yeah, um, that's what happens. Like uh, that's you know, hopefully that'll make us successful because <laughs> we're just not that good. You know, and then we, people are like, what kind of operation are they running over there at 98 Rock? How's this show? You got it, Nelson. They hired these guys? These guys can't even push buttons properly. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Uh, so I asked, uh, you know, what movie prop or TV prop would you want, uh, Nikki D? So I have a whole list of them. I just need one. I know. Okay. Short if I got time pick, right now. If I got to pick one, I want the cell phone that Zach had and Saved by the Bell. Oh the block! Oh the block! Oh, old school block. Yes, phone. I would love to have that. I'd put it in a sh- uh, glass case in my house somewhere. Uh okay, uh okay, that's fine. It's it, I mean, why do you say it like that? I know what yours. Like that's why I'm not going to say what I'm going to say. But what were you going to say? That sounds a dumb one. <laughs> you think that's dumb? That's iconic. Oh, don't tell me how iconic. Saved by the Bell. I understand that, but what I was looking for is something one of a kind, mm. where you don't have to explain it. Because those cell phones, you know, everybody had one. Yeah, my I mean, dad no, had one. they didn't. Everybody didn't have one of my those. My dad had one in Nebraska. So. I don't know anybody personally that had one. That was our first, uh, the first radio station. Where when I go out and do bits, I'd have, I had that phone. <laughs> yeah, that big print you know, phone. There's a picture of me between two biker ladies when they're arm wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> that phone, yeah. Uh, Nelson? Uh, Darth Vader's lightsaber. Darth Vader, okay. See, that, that, that's good. Not everybody has lightsabers in their house. But not the one that David Prowse was using in the film. But how do you know the difference? They all look the same to me. Well, his is a lightsaber, not a lifesaver. That would be the first thing. That's what I said. No, please stop calling them lifesavers. That's <laughs> extremely offensive to us Star Wars fans. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've always called them lifesavers. It's hard for me to think back. Don't think I won't protest bit. outside your place. Well, go ahead and protest and bring your lifesaver with you because you have a cool one. So the bar, the actual bar, you know, which is iconic from Cheers. Oh, yes. I love wow. Cheers. Is on the auction block. Uh, and uh, George Wentz and John Ratzenberger uh, went to go see it off, which I think is really, really cool. The current that bid is, is $100,000. It's it's the counter, the three sections, the brass railings, the burgundy bar stools, the uh, back bar unit where you know Woody would be. Yeah, that's all it's going for is a hundred thousand. I thought it'd be so much more than that. I agree with you. Well, that's where it's at right now. That's the current bid. It better go up. That's can you, iconic. Can you imagine going to your fella's house, going to your boy's house? Oh my god! And he has in his man room the actual bar from Cheers. I would freak out. I would take so many pictures. <laughs> I don't know if I let my buddy sit down at it. I think you'd have to drink at another table next to it. You're not can't come up to my bar. No, I wouldn't let anybody sit at it, but I let him take pictures. Quick thinking. Huh. A more famous bar. Uh, hmm. Nipsey's from Martin. No, oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> not, not a bar. Central Perk is the only thing that comes up immediately, and that's from Friends. No, I know what it's from. Yeah. Yeah, but not, no, it's no. not a bar. Okay, I, you have one in your head. What is it? No, I don't. I'm oh, I thought you said head. no, I don't. I'm like, well, what bar do you? No, the only other, I mean, there's been uh, so many bars and so many different television shows, right? Um, how I Met Your Mother, I was, maybe? You're going to say How I Met Your Mother, but that's not on the same level as Cheers. Right. Uh, the Regal Beagle. Oh, you know which one it is? It, it, what's the Regal Beagle? Yeah, I don't know what that is either. Why don't I know that? Both of you should be slapped in the face. I'll let you actually slap me. (laughs) Regal Beagle. You ain't slapping me. What is it? (laughs) (laughs) Regal Beagle Three's Company. 
Oh, dang it. I should have known oh. that, but I I don't that's nowhere near as iconic as Cheers. No. What no. about Patty's no. Pub? No. Patty's Pub, what's that? Patty's Pub, always sunny. No. More seasons than Cheers? No. Well, it's not. No. It's not on the same <laughs> level. Hmm. Never heard of that either. No. You, you could have more How I Met Your Mother probably had more seasons than Cheers. Okay. It's still yeah. not it's still not as big as Cheers. No, I can't think of another bar that's more iconic, other than Nipsey's, because I still think that's iconic. <laughs> I've never even heard it. What is Nipsey's? It's the iconic bar from Martin. That's okay. what I said. Okay. I loved Martin, but I don't remember the name of the bar. Yeah. Shanae, I remember Shanae. I don't remember Nipsey's. You're not a fan. You're Tommy? trying. To, you're trying to put Martin on the same level as Cheers. <laughs> you said bar. That's the only other bar I can think of in, in a sitcom. I understand that, but you're trying to put Martin on the same level as Cheers, which yeah. is... That's that's ridiculous. It's really not ridiculous. That's absurd. <laughs> I mean, it's it's so absurd <laughs> that yeah. I wish we had a three and a half minute dump button. <laughs> <laughs> that's how absurd that statement is. <laughs> Whatever. Oh you can't appreciate any other bar other than Cheers. It's fine. Well, no, I can't appreciate other bars. I just can't think of one. That's right. All. <laughs> He's cold, man. It's cold. I mean, even the Regal Beagle is not as famous. I mean, I'll be the first to tell you. I'm just spitting out other bars from television shows. So did I. Yeah, but yours is, I mean, you can't put Martin on the same level as Three's Company. Yes, I can. Oh, I don't know. Absolutely. Martin, pioneer of Fox Definitely programming. Definitely can put Martin on, on a bigger level than let, Three's Company. Let me tell you a fact. I'm going to put a poll up. You just wait. There would be no Martin. Without Three's Company. <laughs> Why is that? Because Nipsey's is a spinoff of the Regal Beagle. <laughs> Nipsey's is not a spinoff of anything. <laughs> and I'll tell you when it happened. There was an episode that never was released. <laughs> but you saw it. Yes. At least connected. That they started letting people that other than white people into the bar. <laughs> and Martin was the first. He had a fake ID. <laughs> and he says, I want a bar when I grow up. And Jack Tripper, John Renner, who was the forefront of the civil rights stuff, okay, said you should call it Nipsey's. I think I read that on Wikipedia. No, you didn't. I Nelson. think I did. You're just gonna go right along with his foolishness deleted to the end scenes. of time. I got the. I downloaded the entire DVD copies with the deleted scenes. Okay. The very, very end. Uh huh. <laughs> very end. <laughs> very. You got I mean, you gotta stick around. <laughs> All right. Third round of headlines. What do you got? I'm gonna tell you why a woman's bank account was a billion in the negative and how a slingshot stopped the kidnapping. All right. Get you two big stories from today. Stick around. It's the BS on 98 Rock. BS. Stand by for news. 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 It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Headlines. Hey. Here we go. Third round of headlines. Nikki D. Imagine waking up and being a negative billionaire, H5. I saw that there was a number there, a negative $99,999,999,999.99 negative. And that is what she woke up to Friday morning, her name being Patricia Conlon. 
Um, she is a member of Chase Bank. And what happened is her husband had passed away two months prior. She wakes up and finds out her account is negative $100 billion. Mm-hmm. And when she calls them, they say they put some type of hold on her account because of a deceased customer and they needed to speak with the surviving family member. But I can tell you from person, and Chase did fix her account and get everything together, but she had to go through hoops and make calls all day long. And I had a very similar experience with them. I went to try to open up an account with them and they told me I already had one. And you all know my first name. Nobody else has my name. Nobody else on the planet has my name. Well, apparently somebody stole my identity and they didn't steal my social. They just took my name and opened up a business account with Chase. Oh, that's sweet. Right. That's not sweet because I couldn't get them to close it out. Oh, This person has my first name, last name, and they're using my date of birth to have this bank account with Chase. And Chase would not close it out because they said well, I couldn't verify all the information. Well, that's where you shawl shank it and you go and withdraw the money. I, well, I try to do that, too, but I don't have the account number and they Nikki, wouldn't let me do it with my name. That morning, Nikki D visited eight different banks in the area. <laughs> <laughs> she withdrew up to about $320,000. I can just see Nikki D right now driving with the top down. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to. I was so angry that day. Oh, I was so angry. I, I would complain and have them put the money back. It's like, you made a mistake. You need to put $100 billion. <laughs> I always say when the bank, look, if the bank makes a mistake and puts too much, because I've, I've known people that have, that's happened. You know, they wake up and there's an extra, there's a mil- extra, there's a million dollars on top of whatever's in their account. Mm-hmm. And the bank's like, oh, we made a mistake. Pfft, not my problem. Mm-hmm. You gave me the money. It's in my account. Do not touch it. I am spending it so fast. I've waken up not to millions, but I've had like a thousand extra dollars in my account that I don't know where it came from. And I got my car fixed with it. <laughs> they will come oh, for you that used money. it. I used it. No and one's ever come back to me. Nobody's asked it back. My account didn't go negative, but I used it. Well, you know, the it's like Fight Club. You know, the first rule of getting money that's not yours in your account. What? Don't talk about it. <laughs> On the well, radio. It, was, it was years ago. Now it's too late. What are they going to do? Was there a statute of limitations against <laughs> no <laughs> thievery? I don't know, but I spent it. All right, second headline. Slingshots are still taking down giants and bad guys. H6. The suspect had come through the woods and grabbed her, like, hand over the mouth, arm around the waist, and was attempting to pull her into the woods. Mm. This is such a scary story. There's a little eight-year-old girl in her own backyard playing around. She's hunting for mushrooms. Well, this 17-year-old boy comes out of nowhere, out of the woods, into the yard, and he grabs her. He's gonna, she's trying to kidnap her and pull her into the woods. Well, her 13-year-old little brother saw this happening, and he grabs his slingshot, awesome. and he starts firing rocks at the boy, and the girl's fighting and kicking, and so she breaks free, and the boy runs off. Well, the police catch him in town, and he still has bruises on him for when the boys <laughs> shot him with the uh, rocks on his chest and his face, and they were able to arrest him. And they asked him what he planned on doing with this little girl, and he told them that he was going to brutally beat her. Jesus. Isn't that crazy? So they are charging him as an adult, and he's being uh, held on a $150,000 bond. Does it say how far away the brother was? Um, from the No, they, they're saying she was out in the yard, and the, her brother was, like, on the back porch. 
do you know how difficult it is to be that accurate with a slingshot? Yes. slingshot? That's awesome. He was nailing them. Good for that, dude. Absolutely. They're calling him a hero, and they're saying because of his quick response, he saved his sister. He needs to get a slingshot endorsement. Absolutely. Or, oh, yes. <laughs> Something. That's badass. Good yes. for him. Well, talk about saving your sister, too, because the guy once caught could have just said, oh, I was just messing around, and he admits to the cops he was going to brutally beat her? I'm telling you, these kids now, even though he's 17, he's still a kid. The stuff that they're into in their minds, this is what we're talking about, about being a serial killer or a murderer. Like, you born like that? You come up with this stuff from stuff you watch on TV? Like, how do you want to do that to somebody that young? Yeah, he didn't even deny he was there. Like, No. I got hit with a rock somewhere else. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I'm not, no, no, not me. Not the guy. But no, yeah, I was there. I was gonna brutally beat her. That was me. Yeah. Crazy. So not so only not only are they dumb, they're dumb. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Glad he was caught. I uh, hope everyone had a uh, good Mother's Day yesterday. Nikki D was without her daughter for the first time ever. Right. Yep. Yeah. And she didn't even call me. Very, <laughs> very, very sad. So Nelson <sighs> and I decided to. Make it a weekend mm-hmm. of Mother's Day for Nikki D. A great weekend. It's very interesting. <laughs> Would like a great to weekend. like to discuss with the audience of what happened starting with Saturday night when I got accused of something I did not do. Definitely did it. Definitely did it. And on Sunday, where I about nine thirty after leaving the restaurant, realized I'm going to have to get a second job. <laughs> All that and more here coming up. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Hey, we might need more than one segment for this. <laughs> no, we don't. What does this go to? I don't know. Something broke. I didn't do it. You broke it. I did not do that. Hey, uh, thanks for listening. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson. Give us a follow on the social media, if you don't mind, at listen. To the BS, Twitter, Instagram, and the Facebook, also on the YouTube, at The Bailey Show. We'll uh, post things like the full-length conversation that we just had with Kevin Martin of Candlebox. Uh, That'll be on the podcast, which you can get on the Odyssey app, which is free. Uh, Very cool app, very user-friendly app, as well as our website, TheBaileyShow.com. Hope everyone had a good Mother's Day if you celebrate it and had some fun stuff going on. You know, we are still without our families as we're transitioning our moves, you know, from different places in the country. My wife's back in uh, in Georgia with our daughter, so they, you know, did the nails and all that stuff. But it was the first time in 10 years I've been without her on Mother's Day. Uh, Nelson's mom's dead, mm-hmm. um, so there you go with that. And then Nikki, her daughter, uh, is back in, in Georgia, and yes. they don't even like each other. But I don't know. I normally will <laughs> argue with you, but she didn't even call me yesterday for Mother's Day, so that hurt my feelings. And it, yeah, but thank God you had us. I know. <laughs> thank God I had y'all. Y'all did make my weekend a lot, a lot better than I thought it was going to be because I didn't even think about it. I wasn't even going to think about it. So the idea was dinner and a movie. They both wanted to go see this Galaxy movie thing, and uh, that was amazing. And so I, I, I watched the first one. It was all right, and then I got a little bit into the second one, and it was. But you told me you were going to finish the second one. Uh, well, and as soon as the third one started, I knew you didn't finish the second one. Well, here's the thing is <laughs> we changed the plans because so we went and saw the movie Saturday night instead of Sunday. So if I would have had Saturday night, that was my plan. I was going to go home and watch it. 
Well, uh, you could have watched it Friday. I could have, but I didn't. Okay. <laughs> you know, because I went. I, well, I, time that's time play date. I, yeah, I had oh, the fellows okay. and stuff. Yeah. So we go and see this Galaxy's Guardians of the Galaxy movie, and God, was it so bad. <laughs> it was it. not bad. It was one of the worst movies I have ever seen, and I like all the actors in the movie. That's the thing. And I wanted to like it. This movie, and it's the number one movie in, in America, just goes to show you what we're into. This movie was an hour plus too long. Just when, and this is how you know when a movie's too long. When you have to pee, and you're like, okay, I can wait for the end, knowing that it's at the end, and you're like, okay, here it is, and it's not it. Oh, here it is, and it's not it. Oh, here it is, and it's not it. It's called taking the first exit ramp. But you had to go to the bathroom before the movie even started. That's not true. You do have a tiny tank, Yes, it I think. did, because when I was looking for you, Nelson said, he's in the bathroom. And I'm like, okay, but then I saw you well, not in the bathroom. I, I, I empty out before the movie, and then I empty out after the movie. He's <laughs> so, saying that's how long it was. So so Nelson picks up the tab for the movie. Mm-hmm. Yes. So Which was very, I didn't expect you to do that. It was very, very well, nice. No punk, you know. So, so we go to the movie, and he's got the tickets, and uh, it, it, going to the movie with these two is the where It's not going to happen again. <laughs> You know, it's like, let me get some juju beans, let me get some of this, let me get some of this, let me get some soda, get some popcorn, get extra butter. So we got, like, all this stuff, and we're going in there. And we sit down, and he picks, for some reason, the back row. That's Always. where we sit. Yeah. Now, okay. So, and he, I need to sit on the right side so my right leg can hang out because of my knee. So now I'm sitting on the left side. Oh my god! I didn't know. And I guess he got the I guess he got the budget seats because mine didn't recline. No, it was weird <laughs> buttons in that place. I found out that each one of the seats had extra buttons. Yeah, it was an extra button. Uh-huh. It, recl- it reclined. So you, you just, just didn't hit the right button. It. So I well, I got the budget seat. But you were excited when I looked over. You were just chilling, and I'm like, "Why are you sitting like that?" And you're like, "Cause the seat's cool." So I I'm wonder like, okay. why he was talking trash about me. So I, so I'm trying to enjoy this movie, but I can't because. Nikki is laughing about nothing <laughs> every five minutes. When this, when Batista's character said something, it was this phony, no. forced laugh where, and it wouldn't stop. <laughs> it just kept going and going. It was. <laughs> it's not. It's not the laugh you hear now. That's infectious. That's real because I'm. I'm talking. Because he's talking. But the, oh my god! It was a totally different laugh. It was a. <laughs> Maybe it was her real laugh. You never heard it before. <laughs> I've right. known her for eight years. I've heard it all. I've heard everything that body makes. Every noise. No, you haven't. Which brings me to my second problem, <laughs> is that in between this <laughs> was. <laughs> <laughs> the dinosaurs in her belly? Yeah, the dinosaurs are trying to get out of the theater. <laughs> <laughs> you are being extra. I was not doing all oh that. No, I was God. laughing because the movie's funny. Uh-huh. There was nothing funny in that movie at all. See, I, knew I was not the think. only one laughing. Everyone in the theater was laughing. That is not true. That is absolutely true. Nobody else in the theater laughed. Nelson. I was laughing, which maybe made her think the rest of the theater was laughing because I'm loud. You laughed after her. Mm. I was paying attention. <laughs> Go anywhere to with this the guy. order in which we laughed. So you guys don't know how to watch a movie. Oh. So I got rules, and you guys broke them all. What are the rules? Everything I just said. Yeah. <laughs> he said he tried to say that to me as we were going in. He's like, "Hey, listen, I got rules for the movie theater. 
I got to be on the right. And I go, I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means, but okay. And then he took the leftmost seat. So I'm like, I guess he doesn't. I don't know what right he's talking about. Maybe it's his right, my right. I don't know which right, which right I it remember. Is. No, so it's like, I don't care, dude. Wherever you want to go, sit wherever you want to sit. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> and, then but, you guys eat, and then you eat your popcorn with your hands. It's so disgusting. That was the what other thing. What do you eat popcorn with? A cup. That's oh, my why. gosh. So I was nice enough, because I'm the smart one in the group, to get four courtesy cups. Side note. That theater that we went to, their courtesy cups are awesome. Yeah. They're like small Slurpee cups. <laughs> it was a legit cup. Yeah, it wasn't like a little styrofoam coffee so, cup. So I said, Kim, I have four courtesy cups because I, I, I do, I, I do my, my snack mix. And, and that was another thing. I didn't have trail mix. They didn't sell trail mix, so I had to make my own. Anyway, so I, 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 got, I got my snack mix in my cup. I got my spitter, and then I got one for the, the popcorn. But I got you guys courtesy cups, too. And you didn't want them. You're sitting there. I don't eat popcorn out of a cup. I've never even heard of that before. Me either. You got grease and oil. But that's why you got I napkins. Had napkins. I didn't see you guys wash your hands before you went in there, and you're licking your fingers. That was just on a countertop where somebody's fecal matter was. <laughs> you got me there. I didn't wash my and hands. You guys We're still alive. It. We're you still got... alive. It's called going to the movies. It's like that scene from Mall Rats. You know what I mean? When he eats the pretzels that got the poop on them. And you guys love it too. <laughs> So anyway, that was the movie experience. Horrible. Never happening again. We know because. I, I hope you enjoyed it. We did enjoy it, except the fact where you left us at the end. Oh, I forgot to mention That's that. That's the part we didn't enjoy. Yeah. So I didn't leave you. Oh, you did. You definitely left us. The, you go on to Facebook, you and your vague booking. I sure did. And was like, never being left at a movie theater before. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said it. And I didn't uh-huh. see it. You know, my wife. Goes, what happened last night? <laughs> I said, what are you talking about? She says, Nikki just, you know, did one of her vague book things and, <laughs> and said that she was left. And I said, I go, I didn't leave her. And she goes, well, you might want to figure that out. I'm like, okay, let me reply. Oh my God. Eye roll. I love the eye roll emoji. No, the movie ended right. Like, and when I say ended, the credit barely rolled. But if you watch a Marvel movie, you know you do not leave when the credit rolls Mm-mm. because there's going to be something at the end that lets you know what's about to happen next. Mm-hmm. So when the care. credits rolled, no one in the theater moved. You see Bailey stand up and just bolt out the door. Well, I thought he was regulating. And so I'm looking at Nelson. Nelson's <laughs> looking at me, and I'm like, "Where's he going?" So we're like, "Okay, maybe." He had to go to the bathroom, and he's gonna come back. No. Who comes back he during the? He never credits. came he back. He didn't say bye. He didn't say see y'all later. <sighs> nice movie. He didn't even say I'm going to the bathroom. He said nothing. He just got up and bolted like he was on a horrible date that he couldn't wait to get away from. Can you learn to talk on the radio? I'm right here. I know you're right here, <laughs> and he I'm telling you me. exactly what you did. Right here. Jesus, it was horrible. Okay, so yes, I did need to use the restroom. And what I did was I got up because I don't care what happens during the credits. <laughs> so I went to the restroom, relieved myself, and then I waited for you, Yahoo's, like an idiot in the lobby. <laughs> Waiting for this stampede of Guardians of the Galaxy nerds to march out of the theater. No one comes out. <laughs> so I wait and I wait and I wait. Now I'm tired. I got to get to my dogs. <laughs> 
Here are the deuces. Here are the deuces. Peace out. Doesn't even send us a text message or he literally says nothing. Well, that's never happened before in my entire life. So this is coming from a girl that when she lived with me would just leave. Just like, just go. It wouldn't say like when you're staying with somebody, right? It's common courtesy to be like, hey, I'm going to head up to the store. Something. I'm going to go. I'm going to my apartment. I'm going to give a key. I'm going to do something. I'd be like, Nikki. Nikki, Nikki, Nikki. <laughs> you know, and I'd see her little beast. And boom. <laughs> so I don't know why this is like, so, whoa, what's going on with you? Because we were all out together. When I live with you, I don't have to tell you when I'm leaving. We are in the same house. I, I go come. I'm, I'm grown. I'm not a child. Children tell you when they come and go. But when we're all when together you're in a theater, at an outing together, right? We were all there together. Right, gotcha. So and you just left us. When you're living with somebody because you're an adult, right. you just you don't say anything. But when you go out in public and the night's over and somebody leaves, now that's that's you a at least say bye. We're all in each other's space. Well, I tried to say bye, but you guys didn't come out and meet me. <laughs> because it wasn't time to leave. Well, it was time for me to leave. <laughs> it was not time to leave. And you so were- now we are going to have to talk about this in the next segment because mm-hmm. now we got to still talk about dinner. Yeah. Well, if I can, I'm still trying to make money online right now with a side hustle. <laughs> After last night's dinner, oh my God. this was this was what I this was what I said. You know, when we were trying to find a place to go and eat, you know, uh, is like this. You know, let's let's get something in the middle of the road. Oh no! Oh no! no. Oh, here's the other thing. Mm-hmm. By the way, you are a horrible planner, Nelson. Why? I had to blow you up to find out what the hell was going on. And I said, you know, get reservations. Give me the address. I got well, the reservations. She, well, I've tried getting uh, alternate reservations because you didn't want the fish place, and they were not nan available. What? Nan available. <laughs> what? Hello, my name is Nielsen. <laughs> German, and they're nan available. Nan Diggles on that one. I have nine dollars to spend. You know what happened? He was trying to do his black voice then, so he was trying no. to find a little cool word. He couldn't get it in. He got no. caught up. He got caught up. Sometimes when you go black voice, it becomes he it. German. He did that to me last <laughs> night. He's talking to me, and he, he says, oh, old town, or if you live no. on the old side. I'm like, what? I, I said North O, because that's what you call a part of <laughs> Omaha where I'm from. Oh, what? She just North O! <laughs> yeah. So that's what happened just then. That's uh, Oklahoma black folks. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to avoid saying Nan Diggles because I thought he'd make fun of me for saying that. So I said Nan, and then I didn't, ran out of a second word. <laughs> Like breath, like you just did. <laughs> sounds like us. Second word of breath. <laughs> Your sentences just lose steam. <laughs> it's like it's like they're the they're the store brand batteries. Did they be powered up though. They they come out with a punch and then it's like it's like a, a balloon that go out. Yeah, because start calling them dollar store batteries. <laughs> it's like yes, but God, look how bright this. Th- oh. Ooh. Oh, flashlights now. I don't want to hear it the next time I'm teaming up with him, okay? Because you jump on his team just as fast as I do, and that's a full breath. We need medics. Clear. Clear. Man needs oxygen. Bring it a tank. Oh, I didn't choke. <laughs> the unhealthiest man in the world needs oxygen. Hello. Bring it in. <laughs> Clear! <laughs> All right, you want to talk about dinner? Yep. Right, let me pull out my wallet. See how I light a, it is. I, I had a great time at dinner. Apparently, Nelson has some secret thing I said. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what You're that is You're complaining about being broke. You're not. It was great. 
You don't know. <laughs> you don't know my truth. I definitely know <laughs> your truth. <laughs> oh my god! You don't know my truth. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll discuss dinner. Okay. It was before I got there. I was on the phone with Rach, mm-hmm. and I called something. And when I got there, I called it, and I go, "This is what's going to put it over the top." And I'll tell you what it is. I know it every single effing freaking time. Go out with you. With me? Yeah, you. Oh my gosh, I didn't even do nothing this time. Bougie beyond. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're used to that. <laughs> All right, give us a minute. It's the BS on Nutty Rock. Let us finish up our Mother's Day experience that Nelson and I did for Nikki D. We covered the movie. Mm-hmm. That was a bust. But you guys are fans of the movie, so did you enjoy it? Yes, it was a really good movie. In fact, I agree with a lot of people that say it's one of the best Marvel films that they've done. <laughs> no way. Uh, I mean, I don't have anything to compare it to. What else is Marvel? It's like Spider-Man? Yeah. It's yeah. all of the Avengers, Captain America, Iron Man, all of those. That's nowhere near like the Avengers stuff. Anyway, I'm not going to get into nerd talk because I'm not a big Marvel guy. So, um but uh, that was just a hor- hor- horrible movie. <laughs> <It was so laughs> I, mean, just, I cried at one point. Can you not even at least admit that it was too long? I give you, you could have pulled a half hour out of it, I think, was too much. Or an hour and a half. <laughs> see, I don't see the 90 minutes because you had, it doesn't matter. It, it, I think a half hour. You, you had 90. to go back through the storyline. You had to get the background for Rocky. Is it done? No. Kind of. God, it needs to be done. Kind of. But yeah, the whole thing was like, I was waiting for Sarah McLaughlin to be playing because it's all about the <laughs> raccoon. I'm like, Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Anyway, so that was the movie. You know, mission accomplished. Uh, it was all about Nikki seeing the movie, so she sees it, and she's mad at me because she thinks I left her, but now I explained it. So we're straight, right? I didn't leave we're you. We're good. Okay. So then you get look forward to the next day, and that's mm-hmm. dinner. So we are trying to find a less expensive alternative but Nelson, in all of Sacramento, could not find it. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. Okay. You know what? Let that be the narrative. <laughs> you had constraints on, like, zip codes I could search in, and I'm like, I'm going after all the places that will even let you have a reservation. I would have gone to a place and sat by myself for an hour and put our name in. Why didn't you? <laughs> That's a great idea. <laughs> because we had something to do before we ate. So he wouldn't have had an hour to go sit anyways. Oh, because we did the podcast. Right. Oh. That's why he couldn't We didn't need him. He didn't really talk much on it. Mm. <laughs> it's not really his thing anyway. <laughs> say that pretty much about all the things that we do together. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but in his defense, that's why he, d- he didn't think to go do that. Oh, well, I would have told you you didn't have to stay for that. <laughs> This I know sounds harsh and a little <laughs> possibly rude, but a lot of truth though. I'm know? just just being. I mean, I would have rather saved a hundred dollars. Now there's the truth. Now I know that much. <laughs> right. Regardless if I would have brought anything or did or didn't, guaranteed it wasn't worth a hundred dollars. Yeah, hundred dollars. So we go to Folsom and to Scott Seafood, which was suggested by a listener. It was right? yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was running a little late because I got lost or whatever. They were already there. Um, uh, and I, I was on the phone with my wife walking up, and I'm like, God, I know this is going to be expensive. 
I was like, and you know it's going to put it over the top, and I know damn well as soon as I walk up, it's already going to be there. And it wasn't. It was delivered as I sat down. I was going to say, as you sat. The overpriced, extremely sugary drink. (laughs) (laughs) Everywhere we go, it's like she's vacationing in Cabo. She's got to have this umbrella, $30, (laughs) strawberries hanging out the size. It had raspberries. Guava mangoes on the end of the straw. I mean... (laughs) It looks like Chiquita banana, you know, everything, all these a whole bananas hanging off. And- Her weakness is lemonade. If you notice, all of those drinks are some type of lemonade. So I sit down and my first thought, you know, I didn't say anything, but my first thought is like, well, there's $30. It was not $30. So I'm like calculating in my head how much this dinner is going to be. And I'm like, waiter comes over. What can I get you to drink, sir? Water, please. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's free, right? Okay. <laughs> so you notice I, I already had water. I look over at Nelson. Nelson's feeling me. I was like, all right, that's my boy. I appreciate you. Water. <laughs> like, I hope maybe he'll share with me. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, well, that's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> no, get your own. So then uh, they come out. And I, you know, I suggested to Nikki to do the, when you go there, you need to do the half and half with the bisque and the, the chowder. Yes, and I did. It's delicious. It was. And she got that, and they're like, can I get you anything, sir? I was like, no. <laughs> now I'm up to about 46. Right. And then he takes our order. Nelson gets something that looked delicious. Papa Doodos. So good. The pop, 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 Papa Deli. Papa. I've never even seen that before. That looked awesome. And that's not really how good. you say it. I just would like to throw that out How do you there. say it? Papa Deli. Pop, pop. That's not how you say it. Papa Roach. I don't know how to say it, but remember pop, when I hip, said it on the show, you guys like, you can't eat it if you can't say it. But what? he ordered it, and he still can't say Papa it. Papa Deli. Well, say it. What is it? I think it's called Perdella. No, and it's well, for it's sure definitely not. not that. <laughs> All right. You know what, Nelson? I can't believe you can't sell it. I think it's called Ringatolingo. I believe that's the way you pronounce the P with an R. Ringatolingo. That's, that's, that's what you- I think. So we order our food. Uh, he gets whatever it is he's looking up. And uh, I got a salad. Uh, it's called Crab Louie. They've been around for quite some time. But it sounds like Willie. No, the waiter thought I said Willie. And, and so you, did I. You're reading the menu and you're calling it Cla- Crab Lewis. <laughs> That's after I saw it because initially I heard you say Willie. And I'm looking at the menu and I'm like, I don't see nothing that says Willie. So I'm like, 46. This is 28. Mine's 26. <laughs> oh god what is she gonna order i know it's gonna be something market price i know it. so then she's like i want fish and then then she does the shoulder drop right and she's like i don't know what i want do i want this or do i want that and i'm going go to that one go to that one in my head i'm just thinking <laughs> go to go to the salmon salmon's cheaper i just salmon. asked mm-hmm. him was the halibut tastier or the salmon that's all yeah but she makes you know she does like this big like it's a big ordeal it's like a it's it's, it's like, <laughs> You know, I just want to, you know, the hands go up and everything. So she ends up getting the salmon. Yes, I got the salmon. Which is the cheaper of the options, <laughs> which was good. I think it was the cheaper of the options. It was the cheaper one. So we do that. We get our meal. What was said that I missed? You order your meal. I check the, the menu. I go, okay. I peep the price. She orders the salmon. I peep the price. Earlier, I had said to her, I don't know if I want this steak or if I want the popper deli. I heard the steak conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm That's glad- what she tried to do to me. 
she tried to bring up the steak. Like, oh, Nelson, I thought you wanted to get the steak. Not for $48, and everyone else had a $27 to $32 meal. I got the... I got the <laughs> So I picked up on that. I did. Thank you. I didn't say anything, but I knew it was a rib. And I was like, there's a reason why she's saying it, mm-hmm. because that's a conversation they had before I got there. That's what I said in my head. Yep. That's a fact. But I didn't say anything because what I would have had to have said if I brought it up was, Oh no, get the steak. Exactly. Yeah, right. Exactly. No, you want the steak? Nothing, get it. No, Go I ahead. did not. So I purposely I picked up on it. <laughs> but I purposely didn't pick up I didn't say it. Because I was like, that's just gonna save me fourteen dollars. <laughs> Listen, and I was thinking about you. <laughs> I picked that one out first, and then I saw the steak, and I said, mm, you probably shouldn't get the steak, but keep it on the back burner. If In everybody, case I get the lobster. Well, if it had to be three, I would have gone low. I would have gone low until all of you got something that was worth the same as the steak. Can I tell you something? Mm-hmm. You listening? I just wanted to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you didn't get the steak. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. But there's other reasons. Why? <laughs> why? I thanked you. Now why? Hit me in the face. I don't like how you eat steak. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with how I eat steak? It bothers me. <laughs> how does he eat steak? I never paid attention. I never. I didn't see that coming. What? Yeah, please enlighten me. I don't know. It's your face. <laughs> it's just something. <laughs> My stepbrother. It's just something that you do. I just want to punch you in the face. <laughs> it's just. It's not, it's how you cut it. It's how it it's how it goes from the plate to your mouth. It's just I don't like it. So I was really happy you didn't understand. I did not think that's what she was about to say at all. Oh, my God. My ears are ringing. He doesn't like how you eat steak. No, I'm going to watch you eat steak the next time. No. Because I need to see how you eat it. I will never eat steak around either one of you ever again. It's horrible. I'm going to be glued. It's a horrible experience. I'd I've rather seen... be abducted by cartel <laughs> get out of or town. aliens than watch him eat steak. So we get done the meal, which was a it was a very tasty meal. Mm-hmm. It's a very glorious meal. And uh, you know, we, we oh, I ended up ordering a diet coke. Finally, I got there. <laughs> so and I and I talked for a while to the waiter about how he prefers lime over lemon, mm-hmm. which I never got. And then Nelson went and got me the wrong lemons, but I did get lemons. <laughs> Yeah, the wrong because I got him wedged lemon and he Instead wanted slice. sliced lemon. Correct. But he calls me bougie and hot me. <laughs> so we're done and I'm just like, all right, bring it on. I was like, I just loaded up my debit card. <laughs> oh, please. So I was like, I hope I have enough to cover this. And then the question, which every guy dreads when you're on a date. This was technically a date, mm-hmm. right? I'm just taking two people out. It's a threesome. <laughs> Every guy dreads this on a, like, when you just start dating somebody. Would you like dessert? Oh, you're like, oh, my God, just tack on another $20. (laughs) You are exaggerating so bad. So I'm like, please say no, please say no, please say no. Because Nikki's the kind of person, she's like the opposite of the people, the ones I was making fun of. You know, they'll be like, they'll order all this food, or or they'll have, like, the diet food, the salads and stuff, and be like, you want cheesecake? Oh, I shouldn't do that. <laughs> right. She's the opposite of that. She loads up oh on God. the dinner, and then when they come and ask for dessert, she's like, no. 
I don't want dessert. I don't want dessert. Like she's angry about it. <laughs> like she's like she should have planned better. <laughs> I'm not a dessert person. I almost never eat dessert. So thank God this place has got payment plans. <laughs> What's that stripe? So I'm on a. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> you got to make a submit a payment every sixty days. Or Twenty-seven ninety-five. <laughs> every three weeks, they take it from my uh, yeah. my my debit card. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't even that expensive. I think we were pretty middle of the road with mm-hmm. this meal. Well, look at you. You missed California. Like I mean. I don't want to say how much it costs, but those that have eaten at Scott Seafood know how much it's going to be for three people. Like, I just, I'm still kind of blown away that nobody has brought up or talked more about when somebody offers to take you out, Mm -hmm. you kind of dumb it down a little bit. No. And she went balls to the wall. Well, you you suggested the appetizer for her. I couldn't believe you. After looking at how much the cup of soup, and she got the cup, not the bowl. Well, the appetizer well, was for me. Well, now, I, did, I no, ordered I mean the, a cup. The they soup, brought a bowl. The oh. mix. Oh, well, I thought that's all she was going to get. No, you oh. did not. <laughs> biscuit, very filling. <laughs> no, you did not. You Bis- told me I had to try that, so I did. So that was the plan, was to get her a cup of bisque and go, oh, I can't eat anymore. Yeah, I better not order anything. <laughs> no, I was hungry. Uh, uh, Do that and your you know, sugary sex on the beach. And- <laughs> Listen, I still chose, I think, a very low uh, pricing meal mm-hmm. because I really would have got the lobster tail because lobster is my favorite. Oh my but I was God. like, I'm not going to do that. Like, this ain't my dude or nothing. So I ain't going to get no $80 lobster. But if I was on a date date, I would have ordered it. Don't take me out on a date if you don't have money to pay for it. That's how I feel. <laughs> Damn, you're going to get your throat slit with a butter knife. One of those <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I've never had any issues. You want to talk about being left? <laughs> Actually, I was going to do that. I thought about that. That would have been really funny. That that would have been a good bit if I just left. Just snuck off to the bathroom and then we went out the We were expecting that, though. Mm-hmm. We were. We were prepared because oh. of what you did at the movies. I'm like, what if he just leaves us here, Nelson, and you're stuck to have to pay this? Nelson was sweating. <laughs> I had it. Well, it was, I was outside. I was sweating. <laughs> wasn't about the price. Would I have been able to eat the rest of this or till payday? No, but I could have paid for it. <laughs> Certainly. Would he be evicted because he couldn't pay rent? Yeah. But I ain't no punk, so I would have paid it. You'd pull one of those night school things and put pubes in your food? Exactly. <laughs> there are pubes in my food. You planted those pubes. <laughs> Those are pubes from an African American. <laughs> All right. Oh my God! Well, happy well, Mother's Day. Thank you. Yeah. Overall, thank you, thank you, both of you. I really appreciate mm-hmm. everything that y'all did for me this weekend. Right. I really did. And I will say this: I hope your daughter's here next year. <laughs> <laughs> she will be here in a couple of months. <laughs> cool. Because even I take my like what Rach would want. For, Golden Grail. No, she would not. Wouldn't have been that expensive. No, she would not. All right. Fourth and final round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you what you may want to name your baby this year and where people were attacked by piranhas. All right. Get you all that here in just a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. The BS. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Headlines. 
All right, here we go. Fourth and final round of headlines. Nikki D. If you need a baby name, listen up. H7. Other popular names for girls include Emma, Charlotte, and Amelia. And American parents are naming a lot of baby boys Noah, Oliver, and James. All of those names have been on the list before. In fact, the only new name to crawl into the top ten this year is Luna. 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 Yes. This is my in-law's dog's name. That was a Disney movie. Yeah, that's where people get a lot of well, our yeah. daughter's name after Ariel. So the Social Security Administration revealed the most popular baby names last year, and they're basically unchanged. So what do you guys think the number one name for boys was? Last Based year? Based on last year, yeah. Um, <clears throat> It's been the same name the last, like, three years. Mm. Oh, it's probably some, like, new age, like, Chaz or... Or um, Connor. It's Liam. 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 See, I wasn't far off. Mm. And for girls, what do you think the number one name is? Oh, Taylor. Madison. No. Oh, that's good. Madison. You got a guess, Nelson? Um, No. Olivia. Olivia. (laughs) Olivia is the number one name. My daughter was almost in Olivia. That's a great name for a girl. It made it to the middle name. I got the middle name on that one. We got Penelope is what we settled on. Right. Hey, Justin in Sack, go ahead quickly, please. Yeah, no, I decided, uh, the missus and I decided to name our son Remington. That's a good I name. That's that. a cool name. Are you a gun guy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a cool name, Remington. <laughs> He's just tentatively. Like it gets a little better because my last name is Burns, so we ended up with Remington Montgomery Burns. Oh, oh Montgomery you know Burns from The exactly. Simpsons. Exactly. You got it. <laughs> Dude, let me tell you. So uh, I, I know we're new, so as well, we get to know each other. Let me reiterate this. I'm a stepdad, so I did not have uh, any say in what my stepkids, my We're kids' named. names mm-hmm. were. But I always said this, you know, and I'll never have any biological kids of my own, which I'm fine with, but I always said if I did. I'd always name the kid cool, like the cigarette, K-O-O-L, because you should, if you have a well, boy or a girl, you should, this is how people, who am I to talk, but this is how you should name your children, <laughs> how it will sound over the loudspeaker after they make a tackle. Oh, yes. <laughs> if they play sports. Okay. So, so, Justin. Number 54, Remington Montgomery Burns. Badass. That sounds cool. Or he could be a country music star. Oh, Remington Burns is just a badass name right there, even before you throw the Montgomery in. And he's Remy, for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And then when he turns 50, he could be Monty. He could just choose Monty. whatever you want. Monty. That's, Monty. that's cool, too. <laughs> Nicely done, sir. You're the man. Thank you for listening, Justin. Have a good evening. Appreciate it. Well, welcome to SAC as well, guys. Appreciate Thank you, you. Thank you. We'll see you. Remington. God, that guy's got it going on. That's we, what my friend's naming her daughter. That kid's going to get so much ass oh, from the get-go from just the because name of his name. Right? <laughs> that's badass. Making the tackle Cool Bailey. Right, exactly. Cool Bailey. Cool. That is a cool name over a loudspeaker, dude. Cool Bailey. Because even if he's a tool, he's cool. <laughs> cool the tool. Right. You got any other names or is that it? You done with that story? Oh, yeah. Well, I can give you th- the top 10. So the top 10 for boys is Liam, Noah, Oliver, James, Elijah, William, Henry, Lucas, Benjamin, and Theodore. At least there's some normal, good biblical names in there. Right. They, yeah. they always seem to be in the top ten. There's going to be a handful of them. I'm glad we're getting back to that. Instead of them all being like, you know, 
Gigabot or right. you know, like weird Bryson <laughs> and Bryson. Yeah. And for the girls is Olivia, Emma, Charlotte, Emma. Amelia, uh-huh. Sophia, Isabella, Ava, Mia, Evelyn, and Luna. Evelyn. Evelyn's good. That would have been my after my grandmother, my grandma's Evelyn. Oh. Evelyn, Eve. That would have been the Evie. girl name. Yeah, that's, Evie. That would yeah be Evelyn great. is definitely like an older lady's name. Well, that's like the resurgence. Like mm-hmm. Oliver. And, the mm-hmm. old school names are, are, coming are coming back. Benjamin. They're trendy. Right, but not Ben. You call him Benjamin. Benjamin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the name. Milton. That's what I mean. Like, you don't go by a short one on that. Like, you, you take the full name on purpose. Bernard. Ooh, I can see a Bernard. Bernard. No. Yeah. All right. Second one. Good. <laughs> On a beach vacation, sharks weren't the only fish to look out for. H8. It is one of the scariest things you can imagine happening when you get in the water. Second only to sharks. Dozens of swimmers were attacked by piranha in a vicious oh. feeding frenzy. A school of piranhas attacked and injured eight people at a beach resort in Brazil. They were out playing in like this stream and they start feeling what they're saying electric. Uh, like shocks on their heels. So one guy says he thought it was an electric eel. Like, I don't know. How do you know what that feels like? But they realized shortly that it wasn't an eel, but they were being attacked by piranhas. And basically some people are saying um, in the city, it's because they have these restaurants where the people just take their food and throw it out into the water and the piranhas eat that. So they mistook the people's feet for food. Well, they're in the, that, those waters all the time. I mean, you, like that's one of yeah. the things those people have to be careful about. One of the best B-movies ever is the original Piranha. Yes. Have you seen the original? Uh-huh. Yes. The and remake, just... not interested. But the original, have you ever seen it, Nikki? I think I have once. Oh, it, there's back in the 80s, there were some really good, bad B-level animal movies. Mm-hmm. There was a run of them. They had Alligator. They had the... You know, it, it's it was probably the inspiration for Sharknado, to be honest with you. Right. Yeah, probably so. <laughs> but, you know, the, the camp and the piranha get loose from the government facility and they're in the water and then the kids are on the tubes and the parent piranha are coming up and the yeah. guy said, oh. Just bad practical effects and, like, you know, there was no CGI. Yeah. And, and you know my movie, I told you I love the piranha scene in um, the with Bruce Leroy. The Last Dragon. The Last Dragon. Oh, yeah. with the well, fish tank. Yeah, the fish tank, and they got piranhas in it, and they throw that big ham hock thing in it, and they just like, shh. Like, do you want to go in the tank? I'm like, oh, yeah. piranhas. That'd be a badass pet. Yeah. Yeah, it would. Yeah. Put your finger in there. Damn. Yeah. Damn. All right. I don't know how much time we'll have when we get back, but last minute calls, comments, <laughs> concerns, 916-909-0985. It's the BS on 98 Rock. As always, we appreciate you listening. It's the BS. Thanks for being here this afternoon. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson. And we're about out the door. We ain't about out the door. We're pretty much out the door. I got to stop and get some cheese because tonight I'm very excited about dinner tonight. What are you having? Tuna fish sandwich. You know what? You're making me think about going home and making me some tuna. Doesn't it sound delicious? You were supposed to make us tuna last week, and you never did it. So it's been in my mind to eat some tuna. Because I didn't have a can opener. We went to Walmart, and we bought an electric one. You are correct. And you didn't use it. That is a true statement as well. Okay, so what more you want to throw out with your little voice? <laughs> yeah, I didn't mean that. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> I was in the wrong. <laughs> I, I slid him that note. <laughs> Hey, Jason, it's Nelson to your left. <laughs> use the voice that you use, like when you're making fun of us, uh-huh. and, and say that you didn't have a can opener. It's Nelson. <laughs> Just don't tell Nikki it's Nelson. Right. 
<laughs> I wish I had steak less. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should have threw that note in the trash. So I'm setting up this uh, conversation to have with this uh, gentleman uh, who my neighbor uh, works for, I guess, like part-time or something, but he owns like a balloon store. And a uh, very successful balloon store in Sacramento. Oh, I love balloons. And <laughs> Funny as you mentioned that. <laughs> and, and so I guess this is a thing, but people buy balloons and masturbate to them. I have never heard that in my life. And he catches them all the time. What? So he's, he caught one the other day. Like, in the store? Yeah. Like my neighbor oh. was driving away. She's like, oh my God, I got to go. And I'm like, all right, cool, bye. She's like, no, we just caught another guy masturbating to our balloons. I'm like, what? People oh. that are just in the store, somebody that works there. I, well, that's why I was like, will he come on and talk to us? And he and he, she, she said, yeah. So I'm talking to him right now. He's coming on Wednesday. Oh my God. I can't wait to ask these questions. I need to <laughs> I know. know. Like, what is that? <laughs> like, what is the that? sexiest balloon, I wonder? <laughs> What are you doing Friday night? Balloon store. What are you doing? <laughs> Helium. <laughs> yeah. I would. My, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's get out of here. Uh, at Listen to the BS is our social media. If you give us a follow, please talk back and forth with, uh, with us on social media. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at The Bailey Show on YouTube. We talked with Kevin Martin from Candlebox earlier. Great guy. Love him. We'll be in town at the Hard Rock uh, with Three Doors Down in July. But that full-length conversation will be up on our YouTube channel as well as our podcast, which you can get every day at the show, after the show, thebaileyshow.com and the Odyssey app. Uh, so hopefully you have all that good stuff. We are big, big podcasty people. Yes. Nikki D, you got anything? Yes, eat what you want or don't eat at all. Wow. Sound like a T-shirt. That's good. <laughs> I got a uh, I got a bootleg uh, copy of Guardians of the Galaxy at my apartment complex there on the corner. If you want to come over and watch it, I believe that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And no. No. Thank okay. you. Fair. I'm gonna go home tonight and have steak <laughs> <laughs> from Scotts. He's gonna have tuna steak. <laughs> Actually, after you left, I went back and ordered steak to go. <laughs> All right. Look, have yourself a great, safe rest of your evening. We will talk to you tomorrow at three. Yeah, bye. That's enough nonsense for today. This has been The Bailey Show.